0: Holman, yes. I just heard in the hallway what well was from you, but I uh-huh. heard in the hallway that we're going to have some big Shh. Nissan news soon. Dude, what is it? We can't talk about it yet. We, we gotta wait a couple weeks. What? Yeah,
1: I told you we can't talk about it yet. Oh, are you kidding me? So the first things out of our mouth are <laughs> yes. Ah! that's the first thing out of your mouth. I told you we can't <laughs> talk about it. Damn it. You've been complaining about your hearing lately, yeah. and now I know we you are haven't been lying. deeply sorry. Who are we sorry to, Nissan? We're sorry. No, we're, we're sorry for, to for our audience for pre-teasing Pre-teasing? Pre- yeah. Just stand by. In a few weeks, got some killer, killer Nissan news coming. Like, like... Awesome Nissan news! I cannot wait. But until then, I'm getting my Titan in oh, next week. Oh, is it your loaner's coming? Next
0: week? Yeah, it's coming. Did they? Uh,
1: you finally arrange? You've only been working on it for like six months. Uh, I know. I don't remember well, that time. Remember when you yelled it's at a me? Popular you know,
0: truck.
2: Nissan never called me. I'm Jay Tillis. I'm lightning on the truck show podcast, and
0: nobody respects me. And I'm like, uh, did you check your email? You're like. Oh yeah, they did call me. <laughs> I did not. I was not on my uh, what do you call it—a hobby horse. I, I am was not Haughty. on my high Look horse. Look at
2: me. I am Jay Hotty Jay, and I deserve vehicle loans. So Nissan, please deliver my loan, and I will change my name to Cornelius. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so here's the thing: the reason yeah. I was all in a huff was because every week I'm pulling up to Motor Trend. Yeah, and. There's a different Nissan truck sitting out here. And yeah. I'm like, what? Hook a brother up! Last week was the uh, Destination Frontier. We had it for two weeks. Right? Awesome. Hook a brother up! Well, that's
1: what we should do. We should have. Uh, we should call our buddy Jared oh, next episode. We should call him and have him talk to us about the... Uh, basically, took it to Utah and back. Went okay. camping and stuff? Yeah. We should talk to him. The one Jared that we from- just had here with the town on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared from Four Wheeler. He yeah. took it out and went on a little uh, expedition with the it. That truck is badass. Yeah. We'll talk to him uh, next episode about that. But for now... All you Nissan fans, head over to NissanUSA.com. Check it out. If you're in the market for a truck, the Frontier, by the way, one of the hottest selling uh, midsize what? trucks. Why are you talking like that? Just because I think it's funny because the, the Frontier, it's like this, you know, rugged little bare bones pickup that's like outselling a whole bunch of stuff. No, but why were you talking on the side of your mouth? Because honking. I didn't want to embarrass Chevrolet or oh, uh, Ranger or any of those guys with their midsize trucks. Because sales. the
0: way you talk, maybe like. Maybe they, they, they don't they're not hear me, hear hear it? It. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if you want to check this out, this is the Chevrolet filter where they're yeah, are saying where we where we only discuss Nissan things. That's right. You want a Nissan? You see what's wrong with us? I don't know.
1: Anyway. Nissan USA, you can go check out a uh, Frontier Envy van or that really awesome Titan or Titan XD. Yeah, but the warranty
0: is just ridiculous. I I know. Five year,
1: 100,000 mile mile warranty. (laughs) Go Nissan. You'll never use it because JD Power says that the uh, Titan is the most reliable uh, vehicle in initial quality, so that's pretty cool.
0: Of all time.
1: Ever. Ever. Yeah, they've never had a warranty claim ever. (laughs) (laughs) No, we we truly love our friends at Nissan. We appreciate them uh, being our presenting sponsor and supporting the show and making great trucks, but can't forget our friends over Decked because yep. uh, they're in the same boat. They're in, they make boat parts. Uh, they, well, if you have a boat shaped like a pickup truck bed, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because they've got a uh, a
0: rolling ball bearing system with drawers. Indeed. And if you go fishing, they can put uh, two thousand pounds of bass right on top of it. Can you imagine carrying two thousand pounds of bass? That would that's stink. Still a lot of bass. <laughs> Uh, what if it was two two thousand pounds of swordfish? That's only like two of them, right? Yeah, you know the grossest thing I've ever seen is I was in a in, deck system. It was a, no, it was a, <laughs> I was in Cabo uh-huh. and uh, I went. We went fishing. The guys caught a swordfish. Okay, and when we came back, and I'm sure you guys have all seen this, that fish, but I don't fish much. And they hung the fish upside down. Yeah, and outpours everything. over the next hour everything. Yeah, all these worms and all this disgusting. I was like, I ain't touching that. And they, yeah. you know, and they had it that night. They cut it up and everyone ate it. it and delicious. like, I'm not touching that. No, it had all these millions of like tiny little worms coming out of it. <laughs> I was like, that is gross. That's gross. Well, so anyway, so if you catch yeah. a swordfish and you want to dice it up and you need somewhere to put it, in drain all the, the worms out. Yeah, drain the worms out. Put it in your beautiful decked system. No, no, put it
1: on your beautiful deck system because all of your fishing tackle will go in the drawer. Better yet, exactly. Decked.com. Check them out. You guys will love it if you're looking for a good cargo storage solution for your pickup truck
0: or van. Uh, well, and that's a weird note to get into the show. Hey, we have a couple great guests. We have KJ Jones, editor of Diesel Power Magazine, talking about, I'm not going to spoil it, he's got a great truck review for us. All right. Like and it. we also have Joe Rode, an in-studio guest. He is what? the In chief operating officer for Eddie Motorsports. And if you have an old C10 or a Ford F100, or you need some really badass billet parts, Joe is your man. And it's all coming up next. The Truck Show. Show the truck show the truck show. Oh, oh. It's the truck show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. I'm still not um, convinced that we add anything by singing along do that care. intro. No, you don't care. It's my damn podcast. I'll sing if I <laughs> want to.
1: Uh, before we start the show, a little bit of uh, serious news, and uh, I-, I think that. This is one of those things where you, you never want to have to deliver the news like this, and you never want to have to bring it up. And I know on The Truck Show we have a lot of fun, but I, I want to get a little somber, uh, a little reverent right now. I don't think and that we're breaking the
0: news. I think a lot of people we're know breaking. Already.
1: Well, we're breaking the news to our, our listeners, and this is the first time we're talking about it. But uh, you know, depending on when you listen to the show, uh, this past week our friend Jessie Combs was killed in a tragic accident. She was trying to beat her own world speed record of 398 miles an hour speed record that she owned. Uh, and had a, a crash. We don't know a lot about the details. For those of you who don't know, Jesse, um, she was on MythBusters, and she was on All Girls Garage and Overhaulin'. She started a show with our friend Ian, uh, Extreme 4x4. She was around the industry. She was a spokesperson for Warren. She came to uh, Four Wheelers Top Truck Challenge. You and I had a chance to interact with her uh, at SEMA. We crossed paths with her on a fairly regular basis because she's on the industry. Such a rad chick. So amazing. Super, so, so talented, yeah.
0: so well-spoken. She raced anything with wheels. I mean, yeah, Motorcycle. her Ultra 4 at King of the Hammers. You've heard her referenced as the fastest woman on, on four wheels. wheels yeah, yeah.
1: And, and she was in a uh, converted, I think it was an F-104 jet with no wings, essentially. And it was a uh, 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 vehicle... That she broke the speed record in before, but she's also had issues with it before. And so we don't know what's happened other than there was a, a, a tragedy, and she's not with us anymore. One of her really close friends, who's a good friend of you and I, has uh, agreed to come on the show next week. Teresa is going to spend some time with us. She's going to spend some time with us to talk about Jesse, but it, it just happened, and uh, we want to give everybody a chance to, to grieve and to, and to breathe a little bit. And then we'll have her on because we really want to talk about um, Jesse's accomplishments, uh, what she meant to our industry and what she meant uh, with Teresa, they were you know really best friends. They were they were uh, two badass ladies who found themselves in the world of motorcycles, fabrication, uh, paint, um, welding, all those types of things,
0: and, and really formed a big bond. Uh, but she, she had a lot of respect uh, from from so many different areas in motorsports. Like you just just kind of glossed over yeah. fabrication, but that's how she started. Yeah, I mean Wyotech. I right. mean she was from South Dakota
1: and. Um, and she ended up going to WyoTech, learning a skill set. I believe uh, she was found at at SEMA, but we'll go through that. I I think it's still too raw for a lot of people. Um, She was a friend to a lot of us in the industry. I don't think we could have done the show without mentioning her and and kind of maybe giving just a moment of silence uh, for her, and then I hope to come back next episode and have some happy conversation about it, but just uh, who she was, what she meant to the industry, and for a lot of young ladies. I'm a dad of two girls, and the uh, she's really a pioneer in the way that she attacked this industry and was uh, uh, able to make massive inroads and be a personality and hang with the guys and just massive respect from all over. So I, I like to do something special for her. Um, her one of her uh, her last Instagram posts uh, had a really great quote in it that I think uh, has been shared and I, I think it's worth saying. And it's uh, she said, "It may seem a little crazy to walk directly in the line of fire. Those who are willing." Are those who achieve great things. So I, I think mm. those are really prophetic words. I, I don't know that I want to do a moment of silence. It feels too somber for somebody in the automotive industry so that what was what full do of do life. Something like a Did give a, her like a burnout. A burnout. Yeah. You know what, uh, Jesse, rest in peace. We're gonna miss you. This burnout's for you.
0: I think it goes on for quite a while so I'm gonna, <laughs> well, I'm gonna fade out right there. I think um, um, I think she would appreciate
1: that so. as a
0: Harley burnout.
1: Yeah she, uh, she was uh, big into motorcycles and basically anything that had wheels and went fast so uh, so anyway we'll we'll miss her and I, I think'll we'll, uh, we'll see if we can uh, talk to Teresa next show. Uh, let's uh, let's go on to happy truck stuff from here. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the transition needs to be like. There. Sorry about like...
0: that uh, strange intro, Joe. But uh, welcome. So it turns out that your friend who is sitting across
1: from me here in the uh, podcast studio mm-hmm. is literally in my inbox right now in my email. <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. So apparently we all, we all we all cross paths here. So we have Joe Rhodes sitting across from me from Eddie Motorsports. Yes. Is it Eddie Motorsports or Eddie Motorsport? Sports with an S. With an S. And you are the Chief Operating Officer? Yes, sir. Oh CO- my gosh. Oh. <laughs> we have a heavyweight. <laughs> uh, I, well, right.
1: I feel like our intro isn't good enough for somebody who is a CEO <laughs> no, of a company. It's not,
0: but he still make parts. So he, all right, he still all right. makes some fireway Let's do it.
2: Welcome to the parts department.
0: Screw, nut, filter, oil, grill, tools. Cool ass department. Wheels, tires, brakes lights gears bells <laughs> And your wife warns you not to Don't you spend our money And then you want to come back Now Joe is our wives, are, are our wives happy that we're spending money with you or is it are they just trinkets that we don't need and just a bunch of bling and now she's pissed off because we can't afford groceries uh, That depends on how good your wife is Well uh, <laughs> if you if you married like I did you have a wife who supports the hobby and you're yeah. all good no, I would. Would she be happy about billet hood hinges? Heck yeah, would oh, yeah. she?
1: Absolutely oh, yeah. on the F one hundred. Yeah, yeah. She'd have to look at those like uh, zinc plated like repops <laughs> that I had. And you open it up and and all the the gloriousness of billet hinges. And that they have that little like little strut in there. And yeah, it's like, it's like butter.
0: So when you open your hood, do you hear the uh, the, the the choir Angel. of angels? <laughs> I think so. Does the light no, come no, 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 out? No, 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 That's
1: the deluxe package that includes the uh, Eddie Motorsports uh, Serpentine Belt uh, Drive on the front of the engine. Oh, really? When you combine that with the billet hood hinges, and you've got the uh, the Serpentine Drive on yeah. the front, yeah. Well, then you're
0: the, you're good. Yeah, but then it's beyond the. Then it's the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Is that what that is? Yeah. When you open, oh, is it so loud that you just? <laughs> what happens when you add like uh, their billet taillight assemblies? <laughs> Then the neighbors are just pissed
1: off. Well, how about their steering wheels? What if you do the steering (laughs) wheels? Uh, What if you do? Oh, what if you end up having a car and you complement your hood hinges with trunk hinges? Uh, Mm. I think
0: it's just it's over the top at that point.
1: How about interior parts like uh, door (laughs) handles and window? uh, You know.
0: You make all this stuff. Absolutely. What's the story before we get into the minutia of bling? Right. What is the what's the story behind Eddie Motorsports? Was there a dude named Eddie? There is an Eddie. There There is an Eddie. There's a real. Well, how
1: did you get there? Because we should probably back up. You actually used to work for this company.
0: I did back when
4: it was when I came to work. It was Prime Media, right? And then shortly after, became Source Interlink. So
1: uh, we refer those uh, refer to that era as the uh, the Pepsi Ten era.
5: Why? Peterson, okay.
1: EMAP, Source Interlink, uh, or no, no, I'm sorry. Peterson, EMAP, Prime Media, Source Interlink, and 10. <laughs> so that's how I can remember boarded. all the owners. Oh, yeah. Wow. Cool. Good Pep- Barnet Pepsi 10. <laughs> but,
0: okay.
5: But, so so yes, sir, you yes. worked, how,
0: how long
4: were you here? I was there for seven years, yes. Okay. So. And, and what'd you do? I was a publisher. So I was an ad sales guy, then associate publisher, then a publisher. So I had Chevy books. I was on the street rod like side. Like Chevy High. And, I had Chevy High Camaro Performers, uh, Muscle Car Review, yep. GM High Tech. All okay. those great yeah, magazines that going. no longer exist. Most of them do not.
0: Exist, no. <laughs> and did you leave on your your own? Uh, I did. Accord. I ha- I happened to. Uh, I I used to work for Ed
4: many many years ago. Work with Ed many many years ago at, another, at a Marine. Um, place that did marine parts that's kind of where our background is that's where Eddie Marine started before we had eddie Motorsports um, and yes when I uh, was here ed at some point when the marine industry was not doing so hot and during the wonderful time of oh seven and o eight he oh, was yeah. looking for something else to do and started a started the uh, muscle car side and it did well and I was calling on him selling him some ads and he kind of a position worked out to where he needed some help. and Really? The commute to Ranch Cucamonga was a lot better than the commute to Irvine.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, because yeah. you, you live out that way. Yeah,
4: I was 45 miles into traffic versus 10 miles again. So, so now with that your alone 10, is ten minutes? Ten mi- no, it's about, about 18 minutes.
1: Yeah, so okay. that that alone is both a lifesaver from stress and just you, yeah, sitting yeah. in the car, but then also, you know. I,
4: I love the magazine job, but when yeah. I sat down to do the pros and cons, when I got about three hours a day from my drive, you, you kind of didn't have to do anything right. else. Right. As much as I, I love it well, I, mean, good, good people I live down
1: Orange County, and my commute here is 30 miles, and some days it's an hour and 45. Oh yeah, well, so I, yeah. I I feel your yeah. pain.
0: Fortunately, I don't have to come in every single day. Yeah. So, what was the first thing that you that that Eddie I guess back in Eddie Marine? What's the first product he made and sold?
4: When he first started was in uh, 93, and he distributed products. He bought uh, a lot of stainless steel products from from a local company that made exhaust. And so he sold mostly to the local, the West Coast OEMs. That was kind of, he was a West Coast, basically a warehouse for the West Coast OEMs. Eliminator Nordic, so it was yeah.
0: performance based. It wasn't uh, yeah, It uh, wasn't replacement parts. No,
4: no, kind of what we do on what we do now. You know, dress up stuff, trinkets. Uh, you know, we did some exhaust. Just make your
1: uh, fast boat look
4: even faster. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Okay, you know why? Uh, it, this is where uh, Oakley razors or razor blades, right? This is where they came in, is because people would bling out their boat with all this billet stuff, and you'd have to wear them. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd go blind on the river. The Oakley
0: blades, yeah, those blades. Story. Yeah, is True there story. has there ever been a more dated sunglass than the blade? Well, there's the bole the wraparound. The right ra- yeah, yeah, uh, blue blue blockers. No, they still look uh, contemporarily bad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. But the the blades
1: just the blades are you know what era those are. I used Man. to run cross country in those in high school. Yeah, really? Yeah, so I have pictures of me running. Oh, what was the, the ones
4: blades. before the blades? The big ones. The
1: original uh, ones. No,
4: those are the blades. There were the, the was the razor blades. blades. Like, yeah, it was the blades, the, the and the razor, razor blades were the thinner the ones. Thinner ones, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. But the blades are the ones that look like goggles? Yeah, well, it was Correct. like, they only yeah. had
1: the frame on the top, and the lens snapped in from the bottom, and they had the nose piece, uh-huh. and they were like, you know, oh, yeah, one, yeah. one yeah. big And then you'd lettuce. find
0: guys that, because I worked at a surf shop in Orange, California for many years, and I was the buyer. And By
1: the way, uh, Orange, California, about 20 miles from the beach. Yes,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you will find surf shops in Everywhere. Iowa, no, I you know, know what I mean? I just think it's funny. But so I was the buyer and, and I brought in Oakley for the first time and we were selling Oakley and all these other, there was really not many brands at that point uh-huh. that did what they did, but guys would come in Every Friday with their paycheck and buy a new neon nose nosepiece oh, right. no or yeah. new. Oh, and then we had guys custom airbrushing and painting. Mine the top were fluorescent piece, lime, right? All the different colors and guys would have huge collections of Oakleys. And yeah, yeah. if you go on eBay, the guys will sell. They're selling them now. Their are yeah. whole collections. Yeah, splatter paints and all these super super eighties colors. Oh my gosh! And they went out with like Massimo shorts. Well, now kids. If you shop at Target, there's Mossimo, but Mossimo in the 80s was a very different Mossimo. Well, just like
1: Arnett with one T before Arnett of today, right? Right. Anyway. There's yeah. a, there's enough like 80s and 90s uh, <laughs> surf apparel minutia.
0: So Eddie Ed is doing the marine thing, and he's making bling for boats and all that, and when does he get into performance muscle car and truck parts? Is that uh, the time that you joined? A little, uh, a little bit
4: before I joined, about a year before I joined. So 2009 is when he first started, got a, got a hold of a set of hood hinges
0: and- and decided that was a way to go, so started making how, hood hinges. How? How? Why hood hinges? It, because he looked and said, "This is an area that is they're ugly <laughs> or so, of I a, mean,
1: a white space, and you can definitely." He,
4: he knew a guy in the, the the muscle car business that saw that there was some guys making hood hinges that weren't doing a very good job about of taking care of customers and distributed mm. them and stuff. So he thought that was a good place. Well, to Well, think start. about
1: it too. You probably, if you're going to do an engine dress-up kit back then, you probably have your valve covers, your intake, your yeah. you know your air cleaner. All that kind of stuff, but your hood hinges probably look like crap.
4: Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was kind of, a, and, and the thing is, the guys that were making them at the time, I mean, they're, I think they're about $1,100 for a set of hood hinges. Oh my, oh God. my God. Well, wow. the, because the guys that were making them, were, which were really good, good, they were car builders. So they were hand building them when they built a project car, and then they would build 10 sets, and so, or they'd go down the street and have them job shop and build 10 sets and now well, we come in we're a manufacturer Right. you know we've got 20 some machines and Ed knows how to buy material and make stuff and so he made 100 sets and now this now that now there's $550 so and probably better quality too I I think well I don't our stuff's really good quality I don't, don't want to bang in there cuz yeah. our stuff's really good quality too some of their stuff yeah
0: so with hood hinges and how long how fast was the adoption I mean did did he have to struggle to move the first couple sets it, or was it immediate Oh yeah
4: it you no know, it took a little while but I mean it ramped up it's grown i think we've grown every month we've been in year every you know year over year we've grown since every month since we've been and in and
0: what was the the first uh, not the part number what was the application was it a was it a mustang or a chevelle or what i was
4: think that it was a camaro a camaro first gen camaro was
0: yes. it a bitching camaro <laughs>
4: well once once they put the hood in design it was <laughs> yeah.
0: well
1: well played now looking at your product offering today i'd say probably the one thing that i'm the most familiar with is going to be your um, pulley system the v-drive and the serpentine drive yes sir in order to take your i mean I, I guess you have all sorts of cleveland big blocks and chevy big blocks and ls's small blocks and a few other odds a and little, ends, bit of Pontiac, Pontiac, little bit of Pontiac,
4: a little bit of yeah. but it yeah.
1: allows you not only to dress up but to add any accessories air conditioning or power steering that you may not have had
4: before well, or the, the biggest thing is we, we what we basically do is give a guy a serpentine kit in a box. Okay. So if a guy's messing with V, like all muscle car and truck, you know, old truck guys, they're messing with V belts, they've hacked together a sure. you know, bracket, they go buy aftermarket air, and that's a steel hacked together bracket. Yeah. So this gets rid of V belts. And it puts a serpentine on. So serpentines work great. You guys have new trucks, obviously, right. and they work great. And we give them everything in the box, everything spaced out right. They can bolt it on. Do you provide the
1: belt or do they have to go find a belt? Is there a way to build the belt on which pulleys you use or how does that work? Believe
4: it or not, um, we, of course- we <laughs> He's have, laughing. <laughs> no, it's but like this is a This is a, a legitimate legitimate freaking question. dumb question, <laughs> young guy. We, we, of course, give people the belt, but I'm- I guess I'm happy to say a couple of my competitors don't, which is kind of unbelievable, but it gives me something to talk about. No, all right. All right. <laughs> so course, get, get yes. your belt with the every, every bolt. I mean, you have to – we even – on one of our, uh, uh, our power steering pumps, they come with a plastic. We have one of our options is a plastic attached tank, like a normal GM pump that – that's what most guys use. And I even provide the power steering line because it's got to wrap around the tank. Oh, so, I mean, okay. we do so everything we a... can so a guy can just stub up his power steering awesome. lines and AC lines. He's done. And,
1: everything. of course, you offer V-Drive systems for those who want V-Bell still. I do. I do. Probably a smaller not, it's not of a small. move. It's very small. It's
4: very small. And, you know, like I, like I tell people all the time, you know, I do some sales training with some of my companies. And I said, you know, V-Drive's really cool. It's a few hundred bucks cheaper. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, that's the old adage, you're putting lipstick on a pig. Yeah, you it's know, still, it's still V-belts. It's still, no matter how nice it is and how tight you get everything, it's still wobbly. It's still not the same. Right.
1: And it looks so. like, uh, you know, you guys are probably known for your polished aluminum bits. Yes, But sir. you have a pretty cool black coating available, too.
4: Yeah, we do, uh, we do a matte black and a gloss black powder coat. Then we also do gloss black anodized. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We do seven colors. Well, you know, from the boat industry, on the, sure. bo- on the boat side, we've got like 15 colors.
0: for where, the parts, how, so. What's the wear like? Because you're doing it on, you know, where the, the belts are making contact. It, yeah, so. it, it actually wears really well. Again, really? In fact, I have to tell you, I don't think I've ever had
4: one come back where it didn't, yeah. Oh, wow. And, and everything we've done, we try it on, we've got our own cars. We usually put three or 4,000 miles on I could totally do.
1: see like a, you know, murdered out car, matte paint, flat black. Black, yeah. Having the flat accessory drive in there probably looks pretty awesome. We, you know,
4: place. we actually and when we started, we um, on the black drives when we did the black billet stuff, all the all the components would be just a natural finish, a cast finish because nobody made black. Yeah. And we just last year at SEMA we started we just we bit the bullet we set up a paint booth and now we do all the we paint all the accessories black. So now it looks really stealth. We call it Raven, yeah. and that actually sells really well. And so
1: you held out for quite a while.
0: L- look at this well, picture on
1: their website. This is the LS uh, Chevy Serpentine pulley system. This is the Raven color. Look how evil that looks. Yeah, Who thought badass. the front of an engine could look that cool? I well, mean,
0: yeah. I like you set it against the, uh, the orange block, right? So it really contrasts yeah, you, well.
1: Or, or there's one that has a black block here, too. So I mean, Oh, wow,
0: I didn't scroll that. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's gorgeous. So that's the gloss black. You can do it matte or gloss. I was going to say, it would be really cool to use a combo of matte and gloss, you know, to yeah. accent different ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see like two and three piece wheels where the guy will do your hoop. The hoop. You know, or the the hoop, hoop will be gloss look. and yeah. the spokes will be matte yeah, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. It looks really cool.
1: So what's the uh, biggest uh, mover for you guys?
0: Well, uh,
4: probably...
1: Why are you, you here,
0: Joe? What do you want to hawk? <laughs> man, I,
4: <laughs> you know what? When I get to hang around with guys like you.
0: That's no, for all oh those man. that don't. So I've known Joe uh, for I don't know how many years and how we met, but yeah, like it was through met, the radio station. We met and at so SEMA. I, yeah, I, was used ca- I used to call him for free tickets, and pretty soon Jay's like, hey, what? Yeah, do you have you, anything for my truck? truck? Oh, you don't? Sorry, I don't have any tickets available. <laughs> no, but for you know what it is? I knew that I wanted him as a guest, and I knew that Eddie Motorsports made stuff for trucks. And so by the way,
1: Eddie Motorsports is an advertiser here at Motor And see, I didn't know that. They support our Week to Wicked builds, and the, yeah. The, the yeah,
4: what was the, was the Bronco we just did, right? We we just did. Did, in fact, the Bronco is right outside. Oh, okay, yeah. Good. yeah, we did one of the serpentine kits on that. Yeah. So I didn't know any
0: of that stuff. I'm like, Joe's a rad dude. Let's have him in. And that's as far as my thought process went. I'm like, he makes some cool stuff, bro. Let's have him in. And, sh- and Holman's like, well... He's an advertiser, and he's a smart so dude. We don't have a let's have, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the difference between his voice and my voice? In, in, well, in his mind, student. I'm bro, and he's just
4: an, an astute. Why killer. hello there, he's the Mr. Lightning.
0: <laughs> he's the business guy. That's right, I got to keep
1: gotta Jay on the track. It's funny because anybody who knows me outside of the studio is like, "You're a child," right? And then they're surprised to find out I'm the one who keeps this on the rails. <laughs> and people are like, "How can you be the one that's keeping Jay in line?" And I'm like. Seriously, it just—I it, have no idea. Yeah. So
0: this is the only time my my professional hat is on here, and then it just completely. <laughs> well, blows, you know, it's, it's yin and yang. So when he gets childish, I rein it in. Uh huh. But it's usually not the not the way. Like it's normally, <laughs> I'm you know pushing buttons I shouldn't and playing sound effects I shouldn't. You and should saying hear things I shouldn't.
1: How much our audience just loves lightning, uh, especially when well, they. What do you mean? When what are they, you talking about? When they about? email us, Holman and Lightning. I like that. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> Well, because oh. <laughs> the show is
0: the Truck Show Podcast with Lightning and Holman. And they make it a point. They're like, Holman and Lightning? Yeah. I'm like, what, what, should I retire? Are we done? Do you not need me? So here's what's funny. So today, you had posted on
1: the uh, Truck Show Podcast Instagram mm-hmm. a picture of our good friend, the Motorator. Matt the Motorator. Matt the right. Motorator D'Andrea with his uh, Lightning. Yes. With his wheels on some dino rollers. Right. And this is why I love our audience, right? Mm-hmm. Because you asked, and by the way- Anybody who ever goes on our Instagram, which is pretty much everybody who listens to the show, right? You guys are awesome. I appreciate how engaged you guys are on Instagram, but recognize that when there are no hashtags after the post, Lightning posted it. And I was you never there, you um, never put our hashtags on there, so we're we're at Daytona Truck Meet, all right? And Lightning go and I said, well, here's our hashtag yeah, at Truck show, hashtag Truck Show Podcast goes. I said, we have 450. He goes, no, we don't. And he starts arguing with me. And I go, have you looked? He goes, there's no way we have that many posts. And I'm like, I literally do every single post.
0: He goes, damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. He gets down. I mean, he gets busy. So I'm busy doing posts for my day job. Whatever it so is So every, do. whatever I do, we don't talk about it that often because I don't want to be a shill. <laughs>
1: that's a whole, that's a so, whole other. Uh, but that's a
0: running joke that is, I don't yeah. talk about what I do. And, and everybody tries to out me and go, I know where you work, lightning. So. I'm busy doing our social, and I do hashtag central. I get it. Yeah. But when it comes down to Truck Show truck Podcast, show? Just I, I kind of treat it like my personal in that I just throw some stuff yeah. up. And so I did that today. I was out there on the, uh, at the Dino Rolls. And so we, I went
1: in and edited it behind you so that we could make sure that we were discoverable. But here's what people said. So, Lightning Post, 1995 Ford Lightning wheels stand the test of time or more dated than colonial wigs? Lightning wants to know. <laughs> These, This is the magic of our, of our <laughs> listeners. They're
0: like, Lightning posted this, <laughs> didn't he? Uh,
1: Why is Lightning talking about himself in the third person? They're dated for sure, but they need to stay, period, correct for the truck. Love the style in the truck, but at Bond Speed Wheels, we be making the same style in uh, just taller and wider, which is what Matt had talked about, right. right? And I knew that. Man, I hate to side with lightning. I love this. I
5: hate to side <laughs> with lightning.
1: But yes, they were dated before the clear coat was dry on them. High the sil- five. The Silverado 454 SS, those chrome steelies, still look great. They were NASCAR-inspired, had a pretty nice dish,
0: which we talked about on the on the previous sure. episode, right? And you know what, Matt, I found out today that Matt admitted, he's like, hey, you know, because they're, they're, they're a twist, right? It looks like a, a salad bowl mixed with a with a uh, a shower drain, right? <laughs> okay. And the driver's side spin forward and the passenger side spin backwards because Ford didn't want to invest right. in two different castings. Oh, right,
1: no. so there's only, there's only <laughs> one casting for
0: This guy says, I'm with Lightning on
1: this. If it were my truck, they'd be the first things gone. I'm like, all right, score one for Lightning. This guy says, they stand the test of time. Lightning is incorrect. I'm like, all right, one back in my column. Uh, never thought of them being dated. That's just what lightnings look like. And then so now there's this running joke between lightning and lightning, lightning, by the way. My favorite one, though, this is what's supposed to be on a lightning. Why don't you post a pic of
0: lightning's truck wheels? <laughs> <laughs> See? Because I don't have a truck anymore. Oh. Now, wait, wait. So flip that around and let Joe take a look at the photo that. and yeah. let, right. let him take a look at so, the actual so wheels be- on Matt's the argument uh, 90, 95 was 95
1: Ford Lightning you have to do it in the context of what that truck is, right? 93, 94, 95. What these wheels were for their day, which were
0: 17s on a sport truck. No, two, Joe, two, this is 285 this is qualifications. All right. List. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, high five. Give me some. Give me some. Yeah.
4: Wait, so you were against?
1: Yeah, you hell yeah, I was against. against. They're ugly. Oh. No, they're th- ugly. I, I think they're Ooh. right. They're right. Be, they're special for that truck. Like I said last time, and like some of Listen, the people in this agreed with me. If you were to swap those wheels, those wheels are the only way basically to tell it to lightning other than body colored bumpers. Oh, yeah, at this point. Yeah. If you took those wheels off, you're just a dude with an F one fifty. That's it. I get that, and I conceded that. But Which listen, is, I want to see the Bond Speed ones, because if the Bond Speed ones are bigger and look that cool, I'm all over it. I think that's, Here's that's awesome. the thing
0: with the Bond Speed. He's only doing 18s, and you know me, 18s, that's marble. I need to go way bigger. That looks like a, I'd be doing, looks like a trailer wheel. It does look like <laughs> a trailer wheel. Right, hold on, hold, hold, on wheel. hold on. Let me show you. This here thing. is the problem, is that the average person who is, was not familiar with that truck won't know. Now, granted, all the aficionados... Right, we'll know Here. that that Let's is shine. a.
1: That's what that truck looked like, in all its glory with the wheels.
4: Oh yeah yeah yeah. So that, I don't know if I've ever seen a white one. That's so, it. so we're looking at, yeah, a, at. they our, only came
1: in white, black, okay, and red. Okay. Is that where's that picture from? So that is a red Ford Lightning, right? Uh, probably, but I mean a white. As far near. as a white wheel. Yeah, they're all painted silver. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So basically, it was iconic that for that bad. truck. See, you got to see it in context, right?
0: So yeah. you got to go to our Instagram anyway, and see this it? at Truck Show Podcast. Got to remember, back in nineteen ninety three. That was badass. Yeah, yeah. But listen, we're not in 1993. But the anymore. truck is. No, it's not. It's today. the no, truck. The truck, is, get you know, the truck is 1993.
1: 95. Well, well, his is 95, but they were 93, right, 94, right, 95. Right. But, I. Yeah,
4: if there's one thing that would bring any vehicle up to where, it, it's wheels. Absolutely.
0: But so you? he's trying to be period perfect, and I and I get that, and I and I respect that. But even Matt, says. I can't be that – he's like – he knows they're ugly. No. And they're no, no, small. No. no, no, no. Nope. And so what he's going to do – No, you're right. You're right. He, he doesn't think no. they're ugly, but he doesn't no, – like, No, no, no. He's doing the right thing.
1: He. It's no <laughs> different than doing the honeycomb firebird wheel in a 20 – on some of those Rusta mod ones, right? Or it's yeah, no—that's that, if he could get a yeah, bigger size. Exactly, it's no different than a mag, a, a slotted mag rally. in a twenty, or rally wheel, or a American Torque Thrust in a twenty, because it's still the right design. So I'm totally on board with what Matt did. Matt's like, I want to go get Bond Speed's version of this in an eighteen. Yeah, that's a more modern wheel tire fitment, but it's still the right wheel for the truck. I appreciate. He that.
0: should be doing it in a twenty or twenty-two. 22 is too big for that truck. You might be right. A 20. A 20 would be okay. Yeah. 20 would be okay. And it's going to change. But 18s are better than 17s. Here's why the 20, the bond speed that he's going to make, is going to look dramatically different because it'll open up the space between uh, those goofy looking twirls, right? Those spokes. And it it just. Yeah, but I think it has has drums on the back, so I don't know
1: how much I want those holes opened up.
0: On the front, if you did brakes, it would be
1: cool. On the back, I think it's drums. He's
0: got a lot of problems
1: doing brakes. That's. Well, just on that generation, there's not a lot of options, so. Zero options. I'm sure Joe's really happy that he came in <laughs> so that we could talk about uh, no, truck wheels. Can,
0: you got to hurry up and get this to Matt so he knows how to do his truck right. Let's talk trucks for a minute, and and the parts that you offer. What is the first truck application that you recall Eddie Motorsports offering? And then I want to flash forward to what is the most popular.
4: I think probably C10 hood hinges. I think is probably first. Oh yeah, for yeah.
0: sure. I, yeah, I could 67 to 72,
4: sell. but uh, I'll have to tell you the most popular thing I sell. Probably right now, which took us by surprise, is 47 to 54 Chevy truck engines. Really? Wow. Crazy.
1: I, well, probably because the metal probably is all rotted out by now and they need something anyway? Or do you I, just I, think, I, I think
4: there's just a ton of them. And, you know, we, we go by, you know, we've got a list. I probably have 50 hinges we need to do. We, we're lucky if we can bang out. The, <coughs> 67 two or, to
0: 72 <laughs> Ford F100. I have those. Oh, Do you really? Yes, I do. Do you not, oh, Holman, do you not have hinges for the I, truck? I just have, r- oh, you're RV right there. They're, they're, they're the gray with the springs, and I just remember I looked yeah, yeah, at that yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Huh. There yeah. we go. Needs there hood, we go. Needs hood hinges. See, you're happy I brought them in as yeah, a guest the, after all. Yeah, so, you know,
4: so we go to shows and we hear people, hey, what do you think? What do you think? And we got to yeah, get enough play on those 4754. So we build them, and I mean, we'll usually build 30 sets the first one, depend on gauge, if anybody's got anything pre ordered. And they went like that. We build 100 wow. sets, they went like that. Yeah, by far, yeah.
0: In the first year, we sold more of those in the first year than anyone, by far. How much R&D is involved in creating a hood hinge? Now, for people, for most guys thinking hood hinge, it's not a a clamshell or the the style you've seen before. These are pretty complex. Yeah, yeah, some of them
1: have like a little uh, little damper on them. Some of them-
0: The geometry's super cool. The geometry moves in various ways, like- It'll cut four fingers off as it moves. Like, it is—no, I shouldn't well, say that. Well, I mean, you shouldn't, open, you shouldn't open your hood that way anyway. But no, yeah, you I shouldn't. Know. Close it. No,
1: but the, the Let way— Let me put it this way, just so we help Joe out here. Uh, if you close your hood, you'll chop your fingers off before you do it. If you have your fingers in the hinges, so, okay. There you good. go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> no, ca- he's cowering right now, <laughs> hand over face.
1: Now, product liabilities involved. Way to go, Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these so we'll, are we'll, very safe hinges. By the way, not only are they polished, but the edges have been routed, so they're rounded. Right. And there's no way to cut yourself or anything. They're incredibly safe. I recommend them for any truck.
4: <laughs> awesome. they, does that help?
0: Awesome.
1: Well, yeah, I was I'll saying, use that. I'll is, use that I was my being childish,
0: head. and here he is the adult. I know. Right. there he goes again. He's been he's been I'm very just, businesslike.
1: Yeah, he's trying to save us. That's all.
0: <laughs> he I dig the hole, and then he fills it in as fast yeah. as he can. Yeah. that's that sometimes I have true. a better burrowing machine than he has. a <laughs> yeah. You know, a back I can't backfill fast, fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he uh, he goes and gets
1: the excavator, and I can't find the bulldozer. Right? So <laughs> so
0: going back to the question, what kind of R and D is involved? And and you could do a you could have a very very simple hinge like the repops that are on his f100 mm-hmm. but you don't yours are very complex and very they're they're beautiful they, well I mean
4: the geometry we'll, well first thing we try to do is we try to find a car usually we'll buy it we try to buy it in a vehicle because we're going to have it for a while and we want to try to find something that's straight don't find something that's got a bent anything or bond or anything like that and then we'll take the stock hinge and we'll actually put it on a plotter and we'll measure that geometry and we try to replicate that geometry something like the f100 the 53 the Ford f100s that needed a little bit of help because they uh, we changed the geometry on those a little bit. So we can- that's a heavy what? hood. Well,
1: yeah, well, all nah, those hoods that are heavy. Hood's not that. sixty seven to 72, a dent side or bump side. They both have pretty heavy hoods,
4: but sixty to sixty six is the heaviest. yeah,
1: and if it's you look heavy. at you, you know you're used to seeing a uh, you know our, our listeners are used to seeing like a co- a coiled spring and and like a detent that's, you know stops at the top, and then the coiled spring kind of is minimized by the leverage placed on the hood when it goes down. And then you have the hood clasped in the front that keeps it all together. You guys have uh, like a is it an air or hydraulic strut. It's nitrogen, yeah, nitrogen. nitrogen gas. Strut. So you yeah, actually have like a your, shock yeah, on your just to dampen hinges, it. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome,
4: dampen it. And then at every all the pivot points, there's Delron bushings. Or there's bearings. We have bearings. Oh there. wow, they're
1: all bearings. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. And So you guys offer it machined. You get a polished and clear coated, which is cool because. A lot of people will get this, I guess that's from your experience from the marine side. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people like me who live by the beach in the coastal all the aluminum stuff after a couple of years starts to look yeah. bad. And so you can get it also clear anodized, which I think is probably the sexiest, and then gloss uh, black anodized or matte black. I think all of And those are
0: getting cool. in there, like you'd almost, if you didn't clear it and you lived by the beach like Holman or on the East Coast, it would oxidize. Uh, it would oxidize, but oxidize, you couldn't yeah. get your fingers in between the armatures to polish
4: oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you know, we clear coat everything on our displays and every once in a while if we're busy with 'em, we are busy them, we do not get something cleared. Yeah. Uh, one day at a show people putting their fingers on a polished part, it's yeah. You guys uh, sell direct? Or we is do? We okay. Do. We sell uh, I'd sell we probably sell seventy or eighty percent through distribution. All the classic industries and um, Brothers and Summit and JEG, Speedway, yeah, everybody. But we but we do sell direct as
1: well. And by we the do. way, uh, these guys make amazingly gorgeous battery boxes, too. You guys have uh, some stunning battery boxes. And I know that you have some uh, applications, uh, but, I mean, battery boxes, battery boxes. Yeah, but most parts,
4: I mean, for on a car side, I mean, it's universal stuff. comes from our boat background. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, gen- it has to be trunk-mounted, or I don't have, like, a direct replacement or anything. But, okay. but, yeah, we man, we sell a ton of those. Yeah, those, ba-
1: those. battery boxes are, are awesome. Steering yeah.
4: wheels. Yeah, I've been doing steering wheels. Just did. In fact, we just did a uh, kind of a truck club replica. We call it our vintage. It's it's like the square body trucks. So we started doing those. We fifteen inch and fourteen inch wheels. So those are really. And are you them.
0: doing the upholstery in house with those? No, we don't.
4: We we. It's a leather half wrap,
1: semi. Then you guys make uh for the uh, I just because there's Camaro guys out there, right? I like the SS hood vents that you guys reproduce, mm-hmm. but in billet. Yeah. Like yeah. that's cool. That's sexy. I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah.
4: I don't care who you are. <laughs> Camaro SS hood is cool. I've, I've sold about three sets of those guys' late model trucks, Chevy trucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. And you guys, uh, I'll have to send you a picture, yeah.
1: Stainless steel door striker bolts, which is kind of cool. So for yeah. somebody that uh, doesn't want to have the crappy old uh, uh, striker you know, on the door, on the in- inside of the door. Latches, yeah, 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 yeah. Stainless
0: yeah. ones. So mm-hmm. listen, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys in general, have shops and they have big Haas CNC machines mm-hmm. or whatever. and they're cutting parts, a lot of one-off stuff from off-road to Mm -hmm, blingy, mm -hmm. vintage, you know, muscle car stuff. What does it take to separate, to differentiate yourself in a market where you can buy a piece of billet, you can cut it any way you want? So, I guess what I'm asking is, you've got to have a design Mm -hmm. team, right, Joe, that is better than the next guy? Because anyone can physically make the part Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. today's technology, right? You could 3D print it out of You know, out of plastic, Mm -hmm. make sure it works. The armatures don't hit each other and it does what it needs to do. And then when you're happy with it, you cut it out of metal. But it's got to be the design process that sets you apart from all the other guys at SEMA. Am I am I right or wrong?
4: You know, I would like to say that that's where where we shine. I think I think we do pretty well with it. Uh, we do a lot of shows. I've got four pretty good guys on the phones that are interested in cars and like trucks and like this stuff. So we we uh, collaborate on that all the time. We're always thinking about new stuff. Ed's got a really really keen sense of what he what Ed does really well is. He can take what we're all thinking about and figure out how to make it really fast, really efficient. We'll be going, hey, you know, we'll get a one-inch bar, we'll do this. He's like, no, 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 we're going to go this way and make it a three-quarter. Anyhow, so, he's, so I think that's what really sets us apart is I think we make it the most efficient. Um, Ed is an amazing asset as an owner of a company because he always buys the quantities. We, bought, we, just, we just bought uh, about I don't know, six months ago, we bought two new machines for one new boat project. What? Oh and because because he saw the potential, so he's like, "We're going to go for it." So nice I think see, that's, that's what me. really sets it apart. And then also, I think we do well. We market the stuff. Our distribution really helps. Some of the some of these guys, um, we're, you know, the brothers guys, the, um, the summit guys. I mean, we're really good partners with a lot of these guys. And 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 if you give them the stuff that. Uh, they need to market it. They market it. for, And it's, so that's, that's I think, where we – a lot of these guys that do stuff in their garage or these smaller shops, I mean, some of these young guys, man, they're really good. Yeah.
0: Like really good what they do. But, well, they, uh, but, but they don't they – That's don't. kind of what I was thinking because I know a couple of guys that make – in the off-road world, mm-hmm. there are some guys that are two-man operations, mm-hmm. right? They have a 1,200-square-foot shop or 2,000-square-foot yeah. shop, and they're making these beautiful pieces, but they're making two, three, four at a time right. – uh, they, I don't know, they could be doing what you're doing. I'm just trying to figure out where the line so, so it, is. So, what it takes though is that guy, and
4: we, it's funny, we we're probably talking about that, a guy similar to that today, because that guy, he does too, and that's great. But when a guy's got a, he's got 500 bucks in his pocket, and he wants to buy a set of hood engines, and you're going to tell him it's going to take him six weeks to get them. Yeah. Not his gonna wife's do it. not going to let him right. keep that $600. Right. In his if, he, if he has it now and <laughs> no. he's got it through. Right. right. So, so we invest a ton of money. I mean, I think at last count, Ed said the other day, we have almost 800 sets of hood engines in stock right now. Oh, okay. Wow. So, and I don't know, I probably got 300 pulleys. <clears throat> Including so, 67 to 72 <laughs> of so, so that's, and we package it. You're about we, to have one fewer set of hood engines. You know, really, the you know you. with the pulley kits, like, like I said, you know, I, I feel for a guy that's going to ride a $2,000 check. That's a big check. Yeah. So I always tell guys, like, you're gonna you're gonna pay two grand for this thing. It's it's just about gonna put itself on. That's why I'm embarrassed if a guy spent two thousand bucks and had to go buy a belt, yeah. or had to go buy a yeah. bolt, or had to grind something. And some of my competitors, like you, you, literally have they they give you instructions on how to grind a spacer for the same price. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's 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 what we really achieve. You know, really try. We package our stuff so a like, guy doesn't have to look for a bolt. Like we just try for that kind of stuff. Well, little and your stuff is thing. just gorgeous. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just, it's, just you, it's, it's
1: it's eye candy, right? And you know it it's you don't always see it, right? Depending on how the engine is arranged in yeah. the hood and how, you know, deep the cooling stack is and with the fan arrangement, you may not see all the beauty that yeah. that's under their seat. I mean, really to do it justice is to see an engine on an engine stand, completely outfitted right. with your with your. A- and and
4: our and, and our guys, most of our guys, right? Whether you can see it or not, they know what's there. Yeah, they know well, that they matters. got the best, and they like it yeah. looks so. Yeah, so the average guy goes, "Well, you can't even see it," but you know, all of us were like, "Yeah, yeah we, but I we know, know, we know. I know what's in there." Let me ask you
0: about: um, Have there been any trucks, um, the equivalent of like a Riddler car or something like that, where you sold or gave? sponsored somebody with a, a pair of hinges or a steering wheel or, or something, you didn't, really, you, knew, you didn't really understand the scope of the project, and then you found out later, oh, my God, this, this trucker car is a 10 out of 10. That, like,
1: that was a good move by our part, too. I mean, are figure. there, are I, there I, any
0: builds that you have been a part of that you're like, holy crap, this is incredible. I'm, I'm stoked that we got on board. Um, or are there any that you maybe missed out on? I don't know.
4: I'll go back to the first ones. I'll say that I can't think of a because I, I have on. We were on a Riddler car once and I didn't even know it. Oh, really? oh yeah yeah oh, wow yeah yeah. So so uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind on the car stuff. But on trucks, I don't know. i, I we got involved with some really good stuff. The guys at, um uh, Dino's built like a '50s truck that was really badass. It has our stuff on it. There's a, there's a guy in Orange County called D.W. Classics. Hmm. A guy named Darren Smith. He built a '61 or two last year and he's got another one coming. And his stuff's just crazy. Sixty one or two what? Uh Chevy. Okay. Yeah. Um there's a guy have you ever seen a guy named Rob Phillips, PCH rods? Oh yeah, Yeah. I know. Yeah. We gotta have him in. I know. So Rob's Rob's got in fact I got in fact Rob's had our he's had our pulley kit on that truck since day one and we now make eight rib our kits were all six ribs so we now make an eight rib kit. So like if, when Rob listens to this, he's going, "Yeah, Joe, because he's been chasing me for like six months." I'd be because he's worn out of her stuff because he's right. run on this truck for like three years. And when Rob first bought, it, he goes, "Hey, Joe, you know I really like the kids. Can you help me out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but Rob, this is a street car. Like, I can't. You know, I don't know if he's going to live on a race truck." And he's like, "Well, that's cool, man. We'll find out." I go, "Okay, as long as you don't come back to me." Yeah. He races that right. Yeah. As long as you don't come back to me in a week with a bucket full of bolts and bitch, he's like, "No, dude." So. He called me after the first time he took it out. He got it to 148. He goes, "Hey, everything's still
6: together, man." So, dude, he, and I, he, he, yeah. you're probably he,
4: looking
1: at your phone and you see his number. And you're like, "Oh, this oh, is yeah, good yeah. or bad?" And, yeah, if, yeah. and if it's
4: not him and his wife, she oh, rips yeah, it yeah. up too. Yeah, yeah. So that's but that builds bitch, and then, yeah, and, and we've been through a couple power steering pumps. I think we lost the alternate. I mean, I mean, the, the dude drives; they run the yeah, crap out drive. of it, you know. So, but no, that was, that's a really good. One. I'm really proud of that being involved with that truck. So, and I promise, Rob, we're gonna get you a new kit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, you heard old, here. how old is? Is, a, is eddie he is uh 58 oh so he started this when he was a young dude then in yeah,
4: 1993 so how old would that be okay i don't know yeah. i'm bad at math
0: but yeah and it, I, I was thinking he's like kind of a gale banks you know in his 70s or something like that no no okay no 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 so he's the lifeblood of the of the company absolutely the main is. designer absolutely the whole thing is. yeah it's he, really cool that you guys are the size you are and he is he's still super involved yeah yeah because a lot of times I see companies that get to the size of Eddie Motorsports, and the owner's like, you know what, I'm going to buy my boat, and I'm going to buy my lake house, (laughs) and I'm going to semi-retire, and then it's kind of left up to guys like you to run it and keep the vision alive. But he's in there six days a week. He is. He is. He's. He's actually. In fact, we 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 really. He's there now. Well, <laughs> no, he, he he's
4: usually out of there by four, but he'll be there at six o'clock tomorrow morning. Okay. He'll be there at six o'clock Saturday morning. So he loves it. He loves coming in work. And we actually, he's actually been slowing down. In fact, he just big big thing about about a month ago, he moved his. Uh, Office upstairs, so he's a little bit more removed, so we don't see him for. But anyhow, we we tell him all the time, little CEO like. Yeah, he needs
0: he needs to because he 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 just loves it. He just loves it. Is he super in the weeds? Like is down to the thread pitch on a bolt, or is he? On some cases, absolutely. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. But but he also is
4: smart enough to know he lets us do. He lets me do my job, like. This Those is the a, best kind of boxes. like right, like Let right now. People, you, this you, is the last person. place he wants to be. He's like, dude, you go attack <laughs> me. Oh, so well, he's not a spokesman. Well, by he's, the, he's a great. I mean, you get effective. By some, the way,
1: that's not an uncommon thing. No, but no, I mean sometimes
4: <laughs> if you if you guys were over to show everyone, he's great, funny, got funny. We I mean, we laugh a lot. He's a funny, funny guy. Not not the most politically correct guy. Yeah. Sometimes. But, oh, I love but, people uh, like yeah, that. Yeah. I'd get a lot. Well, just,
0: he's just politically correct. His on his part, right? Do you think there's going to be a move at Eddie Motorsports to go? More and deeper into the truck market because of their, it's I don't want to say recent popularity, mm-hmm. but trucks are. Well, I think vintage trucks are coming on. They're, no, they're, they're more sure. popular now, at least that yeah. I'm aware. Oh no, of. they're they're yeah. killing it. Oh absolutely. And there's a no, ton absolutely. of opportunities
1: for billet door handles. Absolutely. Then, you know all no, ab- sorts of things ab- like that.
4: Absolutely. And, and you know, think well. You guys know this a truck. You know they're work trucks, so yeah. they had nothing. Right. So the guys have to replace and or fix it's all beat or add to crap anyway. Yeah. What, what and, is there? Even though they're getting more expensive, they're still what you can't buy a Camaro. I mean, yeah. you can, you well, can wait, still wait, wait. buy what you can buy C ten still for what uh, I don't f- know. fifteen or so a yeah. decent one. Yeah. You know, you can't, uh, you can't you touch can buy a, a muscle car. You can buy a VIN number for a Camaro. Yeah. yeah. So we we talked <laughs> so we talked about right. this on
1: the show before about you know the Mustangs are <clears throat> gone, the Camaros are gone. <clears throat> you know, the next natural progression for that you know V eight rear wheel drive mm-hmm. kind of dr- American you know driving is is the truck. So. Mm-hmm. C10 short beds are pretty close to being gone. So now it's the C10 long beds. F100s are coming. Yeah, off even from. the, the Dodges are coming. Square out.
4: bodies are even getting expensive. Yeah, well, yeah. The, and the other cool thing is because they're cheap, that's where the kids are, man. The younger yeah. guys and these younger guys, man, they're building some really cool stuff. Do you, you build, build anything cool
0: for, for import trucks or no? Is it all no, American? All American. Okay. Any reason or just you just haven't got there or you're just not going to? Hey, it's not well, a we look at we look at everything. I mean, hey, we build mini trucks. We they're built kind of strong. So there's not a guy with a Tacoma or something that's been hitting me up not for a set hinges, no. right? Nope.
1: that doesn't mean they won't come up. No, and
4: you know, I tell guys all the time. You know, a guy will ask me a show. I'm like, hey, if you really want that? Email me. Tell all your buddies with them. Email me because we we literally once every
0: couple we'll weeks do sit we down, down and go, hey, what do you
4: guys it. want to do next? But I mean, that's how it goes. What should we do next? But, right? you're,
0: but you, you need to make thirty sets of something, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And we won't do. We've we've did a couple. We've done
4: a couple of the cars where it was one year model. Even pop it, we won't do anything. If it's yeah. not one. I mean, it's yeah. got to have security. Have you
0: now. had any rich dudes with a truck call up and say, I want this so bad, I'll buy 30 sets just to get one for mine? I've never had a guy say, we'll buy 30 sets, but I've told... And we get that call almost every... He'll say, I'll sell 30 sets to all my buddies if no, you make... No, he'll know.
1: say, I'll pay for 30 sets <clears throat> worth, I just want the one for my vehicle.
4: I haven't even had that yet. Because we, we we pretty much figure it's probably about a twenty or $25,000 deal to get the first set of hinges okay. by the time we do the R&D... Uh, programmer for the first op, blah 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 blah, blah. A lot of man hours build 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 twenty or thirty right, sets yeah. right. So I've told like, I've told guys a number of times like that like hey dude it's this, um, and nobody said I'll do it. Yeah. If you want to bankroll mm-hmm. it, we'll do it. Yeah. But it's that, the it other problem is just because it costs that like if it's a if it's a set that we're never going to get that's all we're ever going to do then that's not worth it either. Yeah. I mean you know you need it takes you a year to get that back and then then that's when you start rolling. So no high rollers where money
0: is no no issue.
4: I haven't had that. In fact, we always talk about the luxury that some of these are competitors that are car builders because they get the R&D products with somebody else's check. Well, S- if
1: you uh, want to see some super uh, awesome photos, uh, go head over to at Eddie Motorsports on Facebook. Just have a bunch of... Uh, right now, in fact, you've got, I believe this is uh, one of our our car side. They just did a... Uh, the, is it the Gaster they just did that you guys did the uh, accessory drive on it?
4: Uh, we didn't do it on that was one. That, no. was that, was a, that was the Speedway deal. That oh, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's got one of our. It's blue. I can't tell because the uh, the beautiful LS engine is in front of it, and it's in the background. But it's the uh, the most recent Super Chevy build, I think. On, I
4: think uh, we're, I think we're doing. They're doing a fifty-five here in a couple of weeks. We're, I, I yeah, saw the doing.
1: fifty-five in the yeah. uh, shop down at the Dyer Tech Center yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, about a month or so ago. So yeah, I knew we just, that was just coming. shipped
0: them a bunch of parts for that. So
5: very
1: cool.
0: I'm looking at your catalog online. Yes, sir. My scroll bar just broke because it's one hundred and eight pages. The, yes, p- the PDF. Yes, sir. Damn! <laughs> that it's actually that that I don't have a printed
4: copy. of What's online? It's getting printed right this minute. But yeah, I just added like sixteen pages. I think. Oh, I brought, you know, I brought sixteen you pages.
1: By no. the way, for anybody Holy who's concerns. in the printing yeah. world, you add it. You add them in fours. So
0: yeah. right. You see, it's, it's four. He's showing eight, off over here. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> sixteen. So, yeah. It, what's the best way if these if, if our audience has a truck and they're looking for hinges steering wheel Billet accessories in general. Do they call you? What's how do you prefer? What's the easiest way for them to you just discover? Did it. You just went on your computer yeah. and download it, the PDF. It's a hundred and eight pages. Yeah, it, I'd it, rather peruse
4: that. It is whatever is best for them. Like if they want to call in, if they want to do it online, they want to buy it. we we really whatever it's best for us. Eddie festival. Motorsports.com or 888-813-1293. Okay, give them a go. call. There see what go. they have. Does anyone use the phone anymore? We, you know, because it's most, you know, especially a pulley kit. That guy has to make a few calls before he's going to go online and. Yeah, So true. we 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 talked. We do a lot of talk. You to You got to talk people.
1: them through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so. a lot of listeners uh, leave five star hotline uh, messages. So, <laughs> yeah, they do. Proof positive. The uh, the they phone is call. still live. <laughs> yeah, the phone is still live.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, we appreciate you coming in well, and spending some time yeah, with yeah, us. Thank You guys. Too, and, much, uh, too much fun. We're long? gonna we're gonna salivate all over your hood hinges, <laughs> and I have a feeling as soon as I turn off the mics, uh, Holman's gonna follow you into the hallway and ask you how he can do it. Why? Deal I have his email. Up, I can just right? email him. Oh, I see how it's gonna yeah, go down. Just super easy. Just. <laughs>
4: Yeah, let's send you an email tomorrow.
0: Hey, uh, Joe, remember that conversation we had ma- on the air? He's a magazine guy. He could right? do that in his sleep. He's going he's gonna to work it <laughs> for in a my first rodeo. <laughs> and then there's going to be a box that's going to show up in my office that goes, Hey, uh, Jake, can you have your guys install this for me? This is going to oh, be I know, good. Oh,
1: I know better than that. Yeah. If that were the case, my uh, truck would have been done two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sitting
0: over there in uh, our shop. C-
1: collecting dust. It's so... Do you guys so have
0: a, a shop full of trucks just sitting around that uh, need attention? Mm-hmm. Or do you... Once you're done developing a part, do you just send it out the door, sell it, whatever? We'll, we'll usually keep it. Uh, we we have,
4: man, so our building's about 30,000 square feet, and I think we have about 15 cars that we drive in and out every night. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> so sucks. we generally keep them until the owner decides, like, I really like that. Let's restore it. So uh, we just did, we did an 80 truck last year, or 80. And we're getting ready to do an 87. An 80 Ooh. what? Cool. Uh, C10? Square body. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen it's copper? It's really nice. It's been, we've kind of been out at the show. Took out some, sh- some shows last year, so yeah, it's really cool. So, yeah, so that's fine. we're going to do the eighty-seven probably first part of the Sounds year. Sounds like
0: you need a bigger building.
4: Uh, well, no, we need a place to store those cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we do. Yeah, Party we're instructor. slowly with you know, like I said, we added two more machines in the last six months. Like the machine shops literally car. How many C and C machines we're up do to you right have? at
0: thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm looking at, Jay, thinking... 30,000 square feet is not enough for 30 big CNC machines. No, we're okay, but we, we're, we're, it's, it's getting squeezed. We have a lot of inventory, Do too. Do you have two stories? No, well, but, I mean, pallet racking, it's... But how are you getting 30? Are they the smaller CNC machines or the big giant haws? Oh, uh, we've got some big ones, a lot of small Why ones. Why don't you go down there and check it out? Yeah. I'm going to have to. I mean, not that you can
1: offer, uh, you know, uh, concert tickets anymore, but I'm sure they still let you in the door.
0: <laughs> I just got a pair of tickets to see The Cure for uh, my girl who supplies wow. me all my Globe nice. shoes. Oh, nice. yeah. yeah. So I can. Oh, okay. nice. So, man, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm all right. still connected, Mr. Holman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You probably, you might want to edit that out. And if I, no, I'm going to leave that <laughs> stuff in. Way leaving that thing in. Hey, and, um... If you need some shoes, I got your hook. And if I if, if I need some uh, some hinges, I want you to supply them to me before you do. If a you thing. need something well, for what your <laughs> mini, yes. You,
1: of if course. you need some additional
0: well, magazine coverage on the truck side, you just uh, come. <laughs> my what, way.
1: what
4: kind of <laughs> shoes? Ed, Ed is a huge shoes fiend. Globes. Uh, he Globe, buys. I'm Globe. a huge Globe fan. We had his vans I versus Globe. Just dis- no, no, I'm going to tell him tomorrow, and he's going to either go,
0: "Oh, dude, Globe's goes Oh, that's just soft. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. no so, <laughs> it's a, it's a smaller brand and they've been around for many many years mm-hmm. and lighting claims to be sponsored a, by them i'm like how are you sponsored you don't a, do anything it's a pure skate brand. no i just became oh, it's friends skate, with them the skate yeah shoes. mostly skate Bro. shoes yeah uh, and they also have an affiliation they bought into salty crew so if you know salty crew that's once, the, once again the truck show podcast devolving into <laughs> an apparel uh, what happened podcast here? All right, Joe, we should stop right now because we're talking
1: about T-shirts. Hey, have you seen the Bronco since we uh, finished it? I never saw it. All right, well, you keep talking or something, and then I'm going to go show him the Bronco because it has has his stuff on it.
0: I'm just going to talk about Salty Crew? I I guess. All right, we're going to pause right here and say goodbye to Joe. All right, guys. This way, sideways real fast. Ah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for coming in and dealing (laughs) with us. The beauty of it. All right. Holman, I have a... uh, a really tough question for you. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me center myself. Mm, namaste. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. My question is... What's new in trucks? We need to know. Uh, what's new in trucks? Uh, we need to know. What's new in trucks? Uh, we
5: need to know.
0: Lifted, lowered, and everything
2: in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Ah! Uh! That oh, was good. What? That was good. That
0: answered your question right oh there. Oh my, my friend. lord, that was Yeah. That was tight and bright. That was good. We that were- was like the best set of tidy whities in everyone. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. It
1: was I'm sorry to have shared them with
0: you. You know it's like my belly didn't even curl over the elastic when I sat down. They were how like is that possible? Is so it perfect. floating? did you I, I, have I don't suspenders know. holding your gut it's, up? No, Not your pants it's but it's it a it a like trip flips? no they, they just fit right under the belt line and they're perfect. They didn't <laughs> fold well, over and that's were, a special day in. right
1: there in our lives. Oh my God. It was <laughs> great. Oh man, there's so much going on in trucks this week. I have a. I want to start with a a mystery. I want to solve a mystery? Oh, so are we now Scooby-Doo and Shaggy? Uh, I don't know. What's the the, the, the free-wheeling Scooby-Doo? You know? like where they where they run and they're, they're oh weird, yeah, weird. well
0: then they they run away and they can't get traction, so they right just, right. Shaggy, I do it. So you're saying I need to get a hold of the Hanna-Barbera music <laughs> library or a sound effects uh, I library? I don't
1: think we should do that. No, maybe not. <laughs> they yeah. would come after us.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a picture for you, and I'm not going to tell you
1: what it is. Because I want you to just take this picture mm-hmm. and describe it to our audience. Okay. And then so you're, tell me what you. We're think going to it rely
0: is. on my powers of description. Yes, here. because you have thirty-five or forty years in radio. All right. Okay. Maybe. 50. What I'm looking here at is a fully wrapped uh, four-door truck. Uh huh. All right. Yep. This is clearly a street truck, not an off-road truck, because of its stance. A mm. little bit of a rake to it. Maybe it looks maybe an inch lower in the front than it is the rear. This is a short bed truck, mm-hmm. uh, so dual cab short bed. Mm-hmm. It is covered in a wrap that looks like a black and white, not a paisley camo. Um, it is definitely well. It's no. when I say camo, I think you think of like no, 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 camo not camouflage, plage.
1: spy photo camo.
0: It is spy photo camo. So it's got little twirls all over it. Uh-huh. Now the grill. Incidentally, you also have little twirls all over you. I do, right? (laughs) Now, okay, so I've seen the headlights before, and the grill is a... What is this? Hold on a second. Hold on while I uh, enjoy my frosty Dr. Pepper. Yeah, okay, hold on a second. I'm very confused by this. (sighs) Yes, I I knew you would be. I can't tell what the... They've taken the badge off the center of the grill, but this grill looks like... A ram, it's got to be fifteen hundred because it's okay. got a uh the grill is not as tall as uh-huh. a um you know a three quarter one ton truck would be. Uh-huh. You think that's a ram fifteen hundred?
1: You I don't, don't notice anything weird about that truck. Uh okay, let me look closer. Don't the proportions look odd to you? No. You don't think the wheelbase is awfully short to be a ram truck? You don't see the extended tubular structure that goes from the back of the cab into the bed? How would I see that? You don't
0: see, It's right there in front of you. Oh, so I thought it was part of the background. No. That is like a roll bar. <gasps> tell tell me. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. So this is a high performance street truck? Mm, no. Wrong again. I don't know. Is there a bed there? Yeah, there, of course there's a bed there. Are you sure?
1: Look closely. Is that separate from the body? No. What ram truck doesn't have a bed separate from the body? I I don't know.
0: Now you're really confused, aren't you? What the hell is this? Well, exactly my point, my friend. So, wait a minute, but I see this line right here. See this line? That's uh-huh. the Oh, that's the door line, not the bed line. Uh-huh. The rear door was making uh-huh. me think that that's where the bed was. All right.
1: Now the, what, so, it's a quad cab Ram ish body. Right. But the bed is attached. There's no break between the bed and the C pillar like there would be on a pickup truck. Right. Okay. So, is what is shorter this? Shorter wheelbase. What
0: is this four inch okay. tubular bar from the yes. C, top C pillar? It looks like an like old school roll bar, sort of right, that you but put it, Casey Daylighters. Right, right, right. On. But, this, but that roll bar goes all the way to the back of the bed, okay. all the way, almost to the tailgate. Here's what I'm going to tell you
1: that truck is not what it appears to be. There's two possibilities, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk through. We're going to solve this mystery together. Some people say that that's the 2021 Dakota because Mike Manley, who runs FCA, had mentioned in an article in an interview that he wanted to get into the midsize truck space. Now, there's been conjecture is it a JT Gladiator based truck that gets more rambits like IFS and no removable top and a more usable bed? Because They're going after, they need to go after the pickup truck market, they have a mid-sized platform, but they don't need all the rugged off-road ability of the Jeep. The Jeep is for somebody who wants a pickup truck. The Dakota could be for somebody who needs a pickup truck, and they could cut a lot of cost if it didn't have a removable convertible top and all that stuff. So, the conjecture is that the next generation Dakota may be built alongside the JT and loosely based on that platform. However... That is a Ram body. Yes, it is. As a full-size truck body. Yes, it is. That is not a Jeep chassis. No, it's not. Okay, so should we take out Dakota from that? Can we safely assume that this website that reported on this is wrong, and that is not a Dakota?
0: Uh, we have to say that. Okay. We have to say that. But what you know? What's really killing me about uh-huh. this piece of paper is I can't pinch and zoom in. Right. I can't treat it like I keep I wanting to like go in on because it's got center caps on these black wheels. Right. That are clearly and the
1: wheel entire package is very odd looking. It's and very low profile. Odd. Low well, profile. This is what a, if I told you this is
0: like a, this again. I'm just going back to it looks like a high performance street truck. What we do
1: know is that soon a certain full size SUV will be coming to market that is alleged to share underpinnings with a certain Ram 1500 truck. However, it'll be an SUV, known as the Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Oh. Look at that picture again. What if I told you, a if you that that could... might be the Ram SUV, and they chopped the back of it off to make it look like a Ram pickup, but because they need the structure of the back roof they, they put the tubes left the there. they put the
0: tube on there. They well
1: they put the tube on there to strengthen the right. body for tuning and stuff. I don't think that's the Dakota. I think that's the next generation uh Grand Wagoneer and that prototype that looks like a Ram actually has an independent rear suspension. So that all drives oh with what we're hearing about the gosh. Grand Wagoneer. Can
0: we we got to share this because it my powers of description apparently really suck.
1: Yeah, we'll have and to I'll have to see if we can get the the rights to share that particular photo. I took that from a website but I wanted you to kind of look at this. These are the games that they always play in the spy
0: world. I love the fact that they would have chopped up a perfectly a, good ram. A perfectly good. Well, yeah. No, wait a minute. But it's but it's not a ram.
1: Well, it's a ram. this ram door. Is it ram? Everything ram from it, it the C pillar forward. Ram
0: from from the back door forward. Yeah. Right. And something weird from the something back door back. Really weird going on in that back. And you're right, it's not a freaking bed. It's not a bed. It's made to look like there's a
1: separate bed, but it's not. My guess- What is-
0: what, see where my fingernail is yeah. right here? What is that black piece right there? It's not a step, because normally-
1: yeah, that's, that's probably electrical wiring, just oh, is that they have what it taped is? to the side. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. So anyway, it's, a, it's mm. one of their mules. It's cobbled together, and my guess is that that bad boy right there is the next generation Grand Wagoneer, even though- so for all you kids out there- who saw that picture online? We're told it was a
0: Dakota. They're lying to you. The grill is lower. Look how it slopes more. Well, yeah, every, that's why it's, it's that's why it's not a fifteen hundred. It's
1: based on a fifteen hundred, but there's been modifications for whatever's hiding underneath it. Right. Oh my god. Welcome gosh. to the spy world. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That fun? Isn't that fun? Wow. Being playing mystery, mystery
0: science car. Our, honestly, if if I were looking at this without you in the room. Uh huh. You go Ram. I, I, w- I would say Ram, and, and I would just, even thought twice. I would have wadded up the paper and thrown it away. Yep. And uh, with your insight, I am uh, intrigued and still confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, how about your? Uh, do you remember that the Silverado <gasps> HD sixty five hundred?
0: Love it. That's Love it so with much. The flow tie. Love it so much. I'm okay with the flow tie on that sucker.
1: Yeah, I just don't like how it's off-center. I feel like it should be centered on the grill. I don't like how well, it's Oh, it That you, bothers me. You
0: are 100% like right. That, it just looks odd. I can Chevy see does that, that the, with a bunch of their products, and it's weird. They need to put the bow tie in the center of the cross member yeah. on that grill.
1: But yeah. it's is—it's not a bow tie. It's a flow tie because it has the middle is uh, removed for airflow. Uh, but check this out. The new Silverado HD, uh, they've been on sale for a few months. You can and I love that steak bed. Would you
0: call it a steak uh, bed? That's a flat yeah, bed, yeah, or sorry. utility bed, yeah. Okay.
1: But there's apparently a couple of uh, additional packages that Chevy's going to introduce on it. So the new medium-duty trucks are Class 4, Class 5, or Class 6. They have the 6.6-liter Duramax turbo diesel. I believe it's a uh, L5P. It's the commercial uh, emission certification on these, so the rating is only 350 horsepower and only 700 pound-feet of right. torque. And then there's several... Uh, Heavy-duty, six-speed Allison automatic transmission choices, some that offer the uh, Allison power takeoff.
0: Guys who are buying these HDs, they want the power back. They don't want them derated. They're bummed. Yeah, but they and need it for the commercial duty cycle. And they're, and they're calling us. Yeah, 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 I know. They do for the duty cycle. And so we can get some of it back, but not all. You're still under what the consumer truck would be. So check this out. The maximum
1: gross uh, vehicle weight rating of the Class 6 Silverado 6500, it was 22,900 pounds. Mm-hmm. But you can get a payload package with the DD7 code. That moves up to 23,500 pounds. You get 600 extra pounds of payload. Wow. Oh, wait. Only 600? I mean, that's still a oh, lot. Oh, 600
0: pounds of payload. I was thinking yeah. to- towing. No, no, no. no. Pa- yeah, yeah,
1: payload. Yeah. Wow. Towing is another thing. So uh, you can get a, a max tow package that's the R6Y code, and uh, that raises the gross combined weight rating from 30,000 to 37,000 <laughs> pounds, which essentially gives it 7,000 pounds extra. So that's like what a... I don't know, like a, what a Ranger can tow. Yeah. You're basically adding a mid-sized truck extra towing capability into your uh, big Oh, my God. I want one. Uh, I don't know what, where I would what, park what, it. Yeah, what would you do with it, <laughs> I don't know where I'd bark I would park it. You keep saying
0: you want one, and I'm like, I get it, but what? Like, would you... Do you slam something like that? Do you uh, lift it? Do you... <gasps> I have seen a 6500 slam before. Have That's you? That's pretty cool. On airbags. Kilderman did, mm. uh, did one on bags. All right. Um... I, I know, of course. I I would have no use for it. Uh, I know, but what would you in your no? If, you need, so here's what I would. If, what if, if you
1: have our friend over at Innovate Design Labs? Yeah? make one for you. Like what you what you think you would do with it?
0: But what? So Chase makes me a rendering, and what I do just draw, salivate. All, yeah, yeah so just go. That's cool. That's nah,
1: just, I gotta waste Chase. His time. Come on. Hook us up. No. Hook a brother up. No, we want to do that. All right. Uh, Johnny Lieberman, our friend, uh, posted a controversial post uh, on Instagram this uh, past week or so Mm -hmm. and uh, mentioned that the Toyota Land Cruiser might be going away. No kidding. However, the Lexus- What does he know? I don't know, but he apparently thinks or uh, is surmising that the Land Cruiser goes away, but the Lexus version of it stays. Why would they do that? Because they don't sell that many, so might as well sell the luxury version. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I I mean Land Cruisers are sort of the original. Do you really want the? Uh, the it all f- depends f- on sales. The Farkle, the Farkle wagon. You I really want the
0: Farkle wagon. I, no, to I, but, be I, but the, honestly, like if they're not selling that many, I mean, when's the last time you saw one on the road? Oh, I see. You see them all the time, but they're no, just, I
1: don't. You don't. No. Uh, start looking for them in the next week. That's your homework. Look for Land Cruisers. No, I, see I'm one. telling you. But they I mean, only sell. I drive on the same roads well, you do. So Why do they sell like nine hundred thousand a year? I mean, it's really small. A thousand something is like it? that. Yeah. Oh, that does not make sense. So anyway, uh, there's been some
0: a thousand something like how that. how are they even in business they were like what because they make a tidy profit off of uh, each one no well hold on a second even if they're making let's call it 40 grand off each one that's still not enough all right so let me let me run the numbers here so
1: it looks like they sell on average somewhere between 250 and 350 uh, 300 a month so let's call it 275 I'll do a little quick uh, podcast math here times 12 so they're selling 3300 a year so I, three mm-hmm. times what
0: I said um, Still not enough to make it worthwhile. Not for Toyota. Yeah. Toyota's not a boutique brand, and nor is Lexus. Yeah, all right. I think they clip it all.
1: You think that they just, they whack it?
0: Yep. They whack it on off, huh? I would.
1: Just, that's <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm, you would. Don't repeat that, just keep going. <laughs> uh, just keep going. There's, there's a joke in there somewhere, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have uh, our friend KJ on to talk about the, uh, the new diesel drive, but a uh, funny little Easter egg that GMC pulled on that drive. They were What what drive? What are you talking about? The 3-liter Sierra diesel drive. Okay. And the HD... uh, The the media uh, drive. Media drive. Okay. And uh, they pulled an Easter egg. They were showing off their cameras, so unlike the RAM system, which you can have one auxiliary camera, the GM system on the HDs, you can have two auxiliary cameras. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if it's on just the HD or also light duties, but I know that the HDs do have two. The idea being you put one behind your trailer for backing up, you put one in your trailer if it's enclosed. In order for you to uh, see and keep your eye on the cargo. Like if you have a horse or children back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: you, you should not have children You should not there. have children. But if you no. did,
1: you can keep an
2: eye on but it. you got a
0: race car. You got to make sure the tie downs are all strapped down tightly. So read this bad boy right here. That's what somebody took
1: a picture of on the screen when they went into
0: reverse mode to check out the cameras. All right. I'm looking at a wide angle camera view of the interior of a um, uh, the trailer. And it's been vinyl wrapped on the inside with some uh-huh. verbiage. So is what is the let's start with what does the verbiage say? The verbiage says the first ever canyon AT4 (gasps) coming early 2020. And what is in the
1: trailer? It is a it's a canyon that's wrapped so you can't see what it is. It's allegedly a 2020 canyon in the back of the trailer.
0: Well, I know, but I can't. Why would I mean?
1: The idea being they haven't announced that vehicle yet. Nobody knew it was coming. So GM plastered the inside of a trailer with a wrap that says, coming soon, and their cargo, in an enclosed trailer, the only way for you to see it is to play with their camera system on the truck. So not everybody saw that. So only a couple people saw it. Well, I don't know about a couple. That was a very expensive Easter egg. Anyway, (laughs) Canyon AT4. Right. Does that mean GMC is getting a ZR2?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: So the badass Little Colorado ZR2... We surmise in 2020 GMC will also be getting the same Multimatic DSSV suspension, potentially. If that they should. If that is to be believed. So AT4 complements all the stuff on the Chevy line. So the Z71 package or the Trail Boss on the Chevy is an AT4 in the GMC. Mm-hmm. I would imagine AT4 in the GMC Canyon is the same as the ZR2 Colorado. Well, why wouldn't they? Well, that's my point. So are they expanding the little off-road truck offerings to the more luxurious? I mean, I don't know how much more it should. It has a stitch dash and a GMC badge, but right. otherwise, uh, they're basically if you're a GMC fan, it looks like you may uh, get yourself a mid-sized pickup truck with some uh, awesome off-road bits. This is a pretty cool Easter egg. It is Can a cool you imagine Easter when egg. the guy
0: puts it in, re- in reverse and he looks back and he goes, "What? What, what is, is that?" This? Quick, get my camera. And yeah. how
1: many people put it in reverse, saw it, and then ignored it? And ignored it, didn't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, kudos to the GM marketing team. That's fun. Yeah. Or the PR team. I'm not sure who uh, who did that one. Hey,
0: on on average, yeah. How much more expensive is a GMC truck than a Chevy truck? I oh. mean, is it ten percent, twenty percent?
1: know, five or so ten percent. it's it's definitely more on the. Um, on the half tons and heavy duties and sure. mid-size. Right. Yeah, quite a bit more. There are several things about the GMC trucks that you can't get on the Chevys, so um, you know that cost is more. There's more equipment, there's some more technology, and there's some other things that you can get, like the carbon bed uh, and the multi-pro tailgate that you can't get anywhere else.
0: Right, and the number of GMCs, the Chevys, is like one GMC for every five Chevys? Uh, I, or I'm not like sure that the numbers or... are, but yeah,
1: probably. Yeah. Something. Okay. We, okay. we could find out. The uh, multi-pro tailgate, though, have you seen all the hate online about that?
0: not really,
1: about everybody posting the video of if you have the multi-pro down with the hitch in where it'll hit your ball hitch. Oh. It's like, don't do that then. Yeah, don't. It's, it, it's not designed to be down when you have a hitch in there. It's designed to be in another mode. If it hurts when you slap your face, stop slapping yes. your face. just it's That's dumb. So everybody's like, oh my god! GMC is so stupid! They designed the tailgate! That's
2: Impossible to use with it. It's like, no,
1: it's not. It does It does five other functions. It just doesn't do the sixth one when you have a hitch. Just stop. Don't do that. <laughs> just stop it. Right. I had a, I had a uh, cross-country coach in high school, his uh, coach Wood, And uh, he said, uh, pain is nature's way of saying it. don't do that, dummy. So <laughs> I just want to tell everybody who's uh, hating on the GMC Multipro, don't do that, dummy. Yeah. It's just, it's just stop. Was Mr. Uh, Wood a cool uh, teacher? Yeah, he was an old school guy. Yeah.
0: Quick feet, quick feet.
1: Yeah, he passed away a couple of years ago, but he was, uh, I think he was the coach of the same school for like 40 years or something like that. So
0: when you got the. My uh, dad had him at the same high school. Really? Yeah. So when you're looking at your, your first day of school and you get your class schedule, uh-huh. you're like, bitch, and I got wood. Did you ever say that? Hey, so in other GMC <laughs> news,
1: we've been talking about mini trucks and sport trucks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, some interesting
0: uh, news came across my desk. Is this where we need that? To, you know that news or like just breaking the, or news. the drum roll? I mean, either way. Uh, well, is it big? Is it big enough for a timpani? Uh, probably not. Okay. Do you remember that <memressing aids> back in the
1: <laughs> back in the early 2000s there was a uh, variant of the GMC Sonoma called the ZRX?
0: No, I do not recall that.
1: Okay, it. Um, I believe it was just an appearance package, and it was the stablemate to the uh, Colorado S10 Extreme. If you remember that one. It was the Colorado that was lowered, and it had. I don't remember the the flares. It must not have been extreme enough. All right, so this truck existed, right? And GMC Sonoma ZRX. However, it didn't really do that well, and sort of disappeared pretty quickly. But what if GMC were going to uh, make a future street truck again, and decide, you know, everybody's an off road. Let's go after the uh, the street
0: performance market. Well, that's interesting. I wouldn't expect GMC to do it first. But, would, would. but, but let's say they are, just okay. for the sake of this
1: conversation. Great. So if they were going to enter the sport truck market again, mm-hmm. do you think they might call it a ZRX? I They've think maybe, they, they I used think it that's in the a cool the name. Yeah. That, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I dig it. Interesting enough, apparently AutoGuide has claimed to have found a recent GM trademark application for the ZRX moniker. Hmm. And the only other place ZRX has ever been used is on that old Sonoma. So I'm wondering Uh, if a GMC Canyon ZRX might be in our future, my
0: friend. Well, hold on a second. Let's do this together. USPTO.gov. All right. Hang tight. It's opening. Now I'm going to go to trademarks and I'm going to search trademarks online. And then I'm going to... Go to the electronic search database, the TESS, and I'm going to go here, it's ZRX, and I'm going to say live, and I'm going to say submit query. All right, here we go. ZRX. Oh, hey, Holman, you ready? Yeah. ZRX filed on August 22nd, 2019. Uh, that just happened. International class 12. U.S. Class 1921, 23, 31, 35, 44, goods and services, custom pickup trucks. Hmm. First use, March 6th, 2019. So I'm going to say that uh, street trucks
1: are on their way back. Just like we've talked about on the show, everybody's going to off-road. There's now a big hole in the street truck side. I'm saying street trucks are on their way. Do you know who filed for this? General Motors. Nope. Who? Fox Factory. Huh would be uh, interesting if they were to use a uh, Fox monotube shock on such a vehicle. That
0: is very interesting. Ooh, hold on. This gets uh, even crazier. Check this out. Yeah. So just a few days prior, on August 15th, 2019, uh, there's another ZRX filing. Yeah. And that is also same class as goods and services. And they filed for motor land vehicles, namely automobiles, sport utility vehicles, trucks, vans, engines. And who was it filed by? General Motors. Boom. So GM and Fox Factory both filed mm. for the same mark. Hmm. Holman, what's this? I hear about KJ Jones, editor of Diesel Power Magazine, giving us our truck review. Oh, we should call him. Can we, please? What's he reviewing? Do I know? You'll find
7: out. What's up, guys?
0: Hey up, KJ KJ, Lightning Holman, Truck Show Podcast.
7: Yes indeed. How are you, Lightning? Oh, I How am fantastic. Are you doing? we're, we're yeah. good
0: I uh, was just uh
1: explaining to my uh, good friend lightning here that you had a chance to drive a, a, a couple fancy trucks here in the uh, in the did. last few weeks and uh, they yes. are trucks that our uh, listeners would
0: care about yes, so indeed we're gonna get yes, a truck it. review right after this intro don't talk it! truck review yeah! roll the golden dragon truck mud. Now, KJ, were you rolling coal or, or dragging, dragging truck, truck nuts? nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as our uh, our listeners may remember, uh, we had an interview uh, in our last episode or two ago with Jason Gonerman, who had a chance to drive the new 3-liter Duramax in the Chevy Silverado. And he loved it, by the way. But KJ <laughs> got to do a little bit more because he got to drive it in the new GMC, but on top of that, he also got to drive the new eco diesel in the Ram. Ooh. Yes, I did. So KJ's yes, one of the only I people did. on the planet right now who has driven
0: those two trucks back-to-back within like a week of each and other. And KJ is intimately familiar with the 2.8 liter Duramax, And so, yeah. hmm, which we, oh, we just added some more ponies to. I can't really talk about that, but he's coming to pick <laughs> oh, up. Are tomorrow. we going
1: to talk about that at some point? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, I feel like well, we should.
0: Well, we should, but right now uh, it's under embargo. Then why but, are we talking we, about, about it? Well, I'm just teasing the okay. way you do so often. Oh, when, who me?
7: No. Yeah. So I'll see KJ
0: tomorrow. Okay. So, KJ, let's get to the truck review. What'd you think? Well, which truck? Well,
7: I tell you what. Oh, well, oh, yeah. One? Let's start
0: then... with the uh, the 3.0. They're okay, both 3.0s. Oh, yeah. You're right. They are both 3.0s. <laughs> let's start okay, off hold with on, hold the Dermot. No,
1: let me start it off real quick just to remind everybody. So, the output on the new Ram 3 liter Eco Diesel is 260 horsepower, 480 pound feet of torque. The Sierra or Silverado is A three-liter inline, as opposed to a three-liter V6. That is 277 horsepower, so more horsepower, but 460 pound-feet of torque, so it's less torque. Hmm. So they seem like they would be pretty evenly matched. And uh, Cage, take it away.
7: That's the deal, man. Um, I did have the opportunity to drive both vehicles: the 2020 Ram 1500 EcoDiesel, as well as the GMC Sierra uh, 1500 with a 3 Uh, 3 liter 3.0 three-liter. Duramax, they call it Duramax engine, inline six. Evenly matched is one of the, I guess, best ways right now to put it based on you know, one day slash one and a half day um, of drive events. And I just have to let you know that with the Sierra, we did not get as much time behind the wheel with the 1500. It was um, a heavy duty focused um, event, but we did get a, a, a little bit of drive time and I had more time in, in the, uh, or Jason probably had more time in the um, Silverado than I did in the Sierra. But anyway, with that being said, the first up was the Ram 1500 Eco, and as you guys know, and as a lot of uh, your listeners know, um, the 1500 Eco diesel Ram, I guess you can say, had its um, challenges. You know, uh, uh, in the first and second generation, that somewhat limited its um, its availability. So by
0: di- dieselgate? Well, I wouldn't
7: <laughs> call
1: it dieselgate, but there were the dieselgate, end of the run yeah. had some challenges. Yes. <laughs> Um, exactly, and, and let's be let's uh, be sure to clarify that the new engine is something like was it seventy or eighty percent new?
7: It's a third gen engine. The third gen engine is about eighty percent new. Um, when we went to the drive event in Duluth, Minnesota, they gave us a breakdown of everything that's new in that engine, and it is pretty much, I'd say, eighty percent um, new pieces throughout. Ah, uh, to just get away from the old design and and it's it's um you know, its challenges that it had. And that new design uh, is focused on, i guess nVH was one of the thrusts that they talked about as well as just the torque production, the four hundred and eighty pound feet of torque
0: and nVh again, for those, is noise, vibration, harshness. So it's basically all the
1: squeaks, rattles, buzzes, vibrations, any kind of noise, any kind of unwanted vibration, everything noise, that
0: so annoys a consumer pretty much.
7: Pretty much, and so that's throughout a truck, and that's also within the engine, just smoothing out harmonics in the engine. And you know, and with it being a diesel, that's uh, that's even more important because of the diesels' notoriety for being rattlers and such. Uh, so to make those as smooth as possible is one of the big pushes for all of the uh, the newer engines now in diesel.
1: Ram has not uh, released the uh, mile per gallon figures yet of yes. EPA, so we're still waiting on those. But like we talked about on the last show, I believe. Uh, this is the first time that the eco diesel is available throughout the RAM lineup, including the Tradesman and the Rebel.
7: And we- the Rebel, yes. Yeah,
1: which means that it starts that you know out in a truck several thousand dollars less than the competition.
7: Yeah, it's about uh, well, I don't know what the exact math is, but I guess 38.580 uh, 38, eight five eighty or thirty eight is getting you into uh, a RAM EcoDiesel now, where you're probably somewhere in the forties for the Ford and the uh, and the, the GMC or the Chevrolet.
1: So did you recognize uh, that the engine was quieter or do you think it was more about the, the new truck? What did you think about the new power output? Was it noticeable to you?
7: Definitely noticeable. Um, the new truck, I guess it's hard to call uh, call this, this evaluation a truck-based evaluation because uh, Truck Trend Magazine, Motor Trend, of course, have evaluated the 1500 platform. And, and by all standards, it's it's uh, it's the gold standard by way of the awards and accolades it's received. So that truck stays the same uh sean but it is the engine that is coming to the front along with um you know the transmission is mated with and just the capability of that package put into this this real you know whiz bang super truck that that everyone deemed the best of the best uh, in last year's test how are you feeling
0: about that transmission
7: Transmission's good i tell you what now the transmission's very good but if you really want to talk of so transmissions, you have to swing to the Allison and, and the GM, the GMC. Um, and so that's, and a, that's, 10 compared to that's a 10 speed. Right. The Ram has an 8 speed. That's a 10 speed versus the 8 speed. It's not a matter of two extra speeds making a difference. Um, It's really a matter of calibration, the engine to transmission calibration for overall drivetrain performance, Um, and a comparison between the two at this point where we can, um, you know, share impressions, et cetera. uh, that, That area has been nailed by GM, uh, Ram does a very good job. We towed with both vehicles. Uh, Ram does a very, very good job with the 8-speed and their their new, new EcoDiesel. But for overall drivability and, I guess you could say, uh, from a performance standpoint, I was really impressed with the GM offering the 10-speed If what if, uh, if, uh, if KJ, like, if, we,
0: if we were blindfolded and we were in each truck, could we tell the difference in trans? Yes, you could. How Absolutely. would you describe the difference?
7: Uh, lighting. It's based on on mapping. I mean, that's the way it is with most vehicles nowadays. It's how the computer is programmed, or how how the um, you know drive parameters are programmed to give optimum performance by way of and 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 this is where you're playing or or using the um, the diesel engine at its at its maximum efficiency. Where is the engine? going to be, if you will, in the RPM range and the torque range based on the ability of the transmission to keep it there while driving and under various driving conditions, load, etc.
0: So we're not talking about um, firmer shifts on one versus the other then?
7: No, it's not a matter of next. Or hunting for that matter? That type of thing. Did it's either hunting feel... definitely, hunting is definitely one of the qualities and it's, it's a, a, a bad quality actually, but it's one of the characteristics, I don't want to call it a quality, a characteristic of most of the new um, drivetrain, yeah, they upshift where, too
1: early because they want to be in an efficient power band, so
7: exactly an efficient band and, and fuel consumption and your mileage comes into play there as well. And one of the things that has been widely discussed now in many of the reviews and in our own review is that the 10 uh, speed transmission there's a 10 speed transmission in the Ford F 150 at the half ton, right. Diesel half ton, and that quote unquote hunts. There's a, a, a wide variance of shifts up and down to try and be in that sweet spot, and they're very discernible. They're noticeable to well, the driver. Well,
1: the, the Ford has the oldest uh, V6 diesel in the group. It's, well, oldest six-cylinder diesel in the group, rather. Six-cylinder, um, yes. it's, And it only has 440 pound-feet of torque compared to, again, 460 for GM and 480 for Ram. So I know one of the, the tenets of Ram's redesign is they were trying to make a big improvement. I guess it was 8% improvement in power and 14 in torque over the second-gen engine. Yes, And I want to say, uh, let me see if I can find my notes here. I believe the max you can tow with a uh, with a Ram is
0: over 12,000 pounds with it's the diesel.
7: 12 and change. Yeah, yeah, it's 12 and change with the diesel. Are,
0: are we yeah. going to get to a point, guys, where there are too many gears? I mean, it, it, at a certain point, it will always be hunting for gears. No, right? I, I don't think well, so. Well,
7: th- again, it's, it's, it's not, you know, the hunt...
1: The hunt um, is bad transmission tuning or an aggressive tuning, upshift yeah. for okay. fuel economy.
0: I'm just thinking like a you know like a bicycle. If you had you know a beach cruiser with with three speeds, it's not enough. You're always struggling, right? You get a 10 speed, okay. There are bikes with 20, 30 speeds, and you're like, what is this even for? Yeah, but
1: but it depends. Like on a on a mountain bike, like my old mountain bike had two front chain rings, and was what, what is it nine or something for 18 speed. Mm-hmm. My new bike is a one by 11. So they get rid of that front sprocket and give you the same gear ratio from the smallest to biggest, actually a little bit wider on the one by 11 but you don't have to worry about where you are on the front chain, so you don't find yourself in the wrong gear you're always you,
0: you would always derail the front, yeah, not the back. Yeah, right.
1: You, you would s- chain slap it off or whatever, right? Right. Um, so I guess, there, yeah, there sh- is the point of diminishing returns. However, uh, I have to say that the 10-speed in the GM is, is super impressive, and I will tell you, that in my driving of any of the GMs with the new 10-speed, I think GMs, let's face it, we've been honest about this, the interiors suck compared to Ram. Mm-hmm. Ram kills it. Um, right now, I think Ram's a better truck overall in terms of daily driver. It may not be the best in per, you know performance for accelerating or braking or towing or payload, but it's so good that you would never miss the difference. You know, If you look at a spec sheet, it might lose to the GM. The GM drivetrain is phenomenal. The chassis is phenomenal. But I think the Ram is just a more comfortable truck to spend in every day. Do you you agree with
0: that, KJ?
7: Um, It might change with
1: KJ because the diesel engine, I haven't been in that. Exactly.
7: I would would think that Sean is speaking um, by way of the gas engine. Um, And uh, with a diesel, I I honestly would spin that, Sean. I would spin that to give GMC... Uh, a very very big nod because of its, you know, amenities and its creature comforts and its etc. Uh, you know, as far as interior and then from, um, you know, just I guess you can call it an accessory standpoint, the company has really put focus on um, towing as has yeah, Ram. the, the trailer,
1: the-, the trailer technology in both of those trucks is really good. GMC yes. definitely has some nicer upgrade, a little bit better leather, some different colors, uh, heads-up display, the carbon bed, things you can't get in the Chevy. Uh, for yes. the first time, GMC really does have a marketplace differentiation between the Chevy. For me, Ram still has a nicer interior, but having spent a little tiny bit of time around the uh, the straight six, I'm blown away by it, the 10-speed. So that might be the nod for some people. Some people say I might take a slightly less – uh, luxurious interior when I go Ram to GMC, but I'm getting a better drivetrain. Although I'm excited to see that Ram invested in the uh, third generation EcoDiesel. Absolutely, and maybe that levels the playing field for them.
7: Absolutely, um, I think it does. It levels the playing field um, in a in a in a two a two team game, if you will. Um, do you I even think consider
1: that... the Ford F-150 in this conversation, or do you think the Ram and GMC or Ram and Chevy? Are are the two half ton diesel trucks to look for?
7: They're the half ton diesel trucks to look for, that, and, and a three liter platform. That, that's it. Um, it's it's tough to say, but it's the, it's the truth in my opinion. Okay, that's. Uh, well, um, you
1: have a very valued opinion and respected opinion, my <laughs> friend. So
7: <laughs> yeah, and that's um, that's really how it is right now. Uh, that's not to say that you know Ford can't step their game up. You know that's well, how this. If uh, the this rumors are correct.
1: Works. They have uh, some firepower coming, and some recent spy shots of the F-150 show a massive, massive grill opening. And we all know that the key to more towing performance is thermal management. So, that I mean, I, I think clearly uh, Ford is not going to let these two competitors live in their space.
0: If you're, if you're Ford, what do you need to best GM and, uh, and Ram?
7: You gotta bring torque to the game, man. You, right, mean, but uh, towing
0: capacity, what 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 do you think? How far do they need to shoot out in front? Well they'll be to 12, capture. They'll be the
7: twelve,
1: five to thirteen. You think so? Exactly. Yeah, they, they have to
7: be about 13,000, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. To be,
1: to, and that's a ridiculous number for a half ton. And I am going oh, on record right now saying I would never, never, <laughs> never <laughs> feel good about towing thirteen thousand pounds with a half ton. At that point, <laughs> you're again, let's go to eleven tenths. I sure. know the spec sheet for the right truck says that. The reality is if you're gonna tow ten thousand pounds or less. Go get a half ton and be happy. If you're over 10,000 pounds, and for those of you who tow and know this, and you're going to tow any distance, go get yourself a real truck. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go get a three-quarter ton, a Titan XT, something that it was made to handle it because you get into these li- – let's face it. the, the That's half where ton the trailer trucks, starts wagging the right, truck. Because the ha- right, because the, all the half tons have been have – been, Uh, lightweighted. Ford has an aluminum body and and Ram has magnesium and aluminum swinging doors and GM has some lightweight parts as well. The problem is when you lighten up the tow vehicle for efficiency you now have a less stable platform and I know that's probably not the the thing that the the manufacturers want to hear me say, right, and and not recommend a half ton for towing over ten thousand pounds, because they need to win on that spec sheet war. They
0: just need to come out with a dually F one fifty. Oh my God, it's <laughs>
1: not <knocking> gonna <laughs> But but the reality is, is ten thousand pounds or under, you're fine with a half ton. You'll be perfectly happy. I really think that over ten thousand pounds, you're you're starting to push it with the uh, with the. For me, safety and, and and capability and reserve braking, reserve power, the things that get you out of trouble,
0: and reserve thermal management. I've been exactly. with you in the desert, and, that, and I don't recall you having much regard for safety. Uh, that was in the desert off road. <laughs> that's in the
7: desert. Yeah, that's in the desert. And and with that said, you know, you have to then look at. The offerings on the um, the three-quarter ton of the 2,500 heavy-duty segment, which are awesome. phenomenal across all the boards. You know, once yeah. you start getting into the heavy-duty, they're all very, very good. You know, that magic word of capable, of course, is out there, but that's where you have to start to think if you're going to start to to, to tow heavy weight. And we've done that in the tests that we've performed, and they've all really done very, very well.
1: Lightning's just sore that I didn't pull over for that nice CHP officer. Oh, that's guys, right. I yeah, 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 yeah. forgot about that, yeah. <laughs> we were going up Highway 395, and uh, we were uh, coming up to our turnoff. And, you know, it, it's you just turn off into the desert on this trail. And uh, there was a CHP officer that was ahead of us that decided to slow down, and he pulled over so that we would pass him so he could get behind us and pull uh, us over, I'm sure, for speeding, because we might have been going faster than 65. And we literally just... Hung a right wait, into wait, the wait, desert.
0: 66, if you're listening. <laughs> we hung,
1: uh, hung a right into the desert, about 15 feet in front of him, full of dust and everything, and he sat there, he stared at us, drive down the road, and he got back on the highway yep. and just kept going. And we just kept on and going. And we just kept on going, too. <laughs> I thought
7: that only happened in TV movies. <laughs> oh, man, that was that was one of those, like, dude!
1: <laughs> so, the, so KJ, the takeaway. Is, is diesel power going to have a three-liter diesel shootout with everybody soon? Are you guys talking about that?
7: I've been talking about that with the editor of Truck Trend, Jason Garner, primarily because, of course, these are new vehicles and, you know, Truck Trend is our sister and it covers um, the the um, what's the term in market I guess you know but but new vehicles versus sure. diesel power and the modifications etc. So that would be more of truck trends ballpark and in my discussion with Jason there is extreme interest in doing it and of course diesel power would be uh, a shadow or in some way part of that evaluation when it happens. What I'm more so interested in doing and I've discussed this actually. Um, not at length, but on the surface with, with Gail Banks is taking all three engines and not necessarily evaluating from an in-truck standpoint, but just putting them on the dyno and working them out that way.
1: Uh, I wonder if you know anybody over there who could facilitate that for you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you to know, ask around we'll See so if so yeah. we can find but anyone who will do that. I'm not sure who could do that hey, for
0: you. Hey, when you guys do a shootout, you just go to a local dealership and get the trucks? No. or
1: you're We call no. the companies. You really are.
0: And we so, c- well, they yes. would have to be on board. Like, Ram's got to be okay with Listen, you doing a shootout. Yeah,
1: here's the deal. They all uh, feel good about their trucks. They all know Confidence. that the are tr- Very confident. They all know that the truck market is highly loyal, and that one shootout is not going to change their sales one way or the other. All right. What they're looking for is the exposure of the new truck- And they realize that somebody may find value and hey, the truck that got third place might still match somebody's needs or they may like the styling or they may like the interior or or something about it that the editors talk about, right? So they look at it as we can't not compete because then we'll look like we are not confident in our product. So they're happy to supply the vehicles. They're all confident. And the reality is, again, like I said, if you're looking at 12,000 pound tow ratings and 2,000 pounds of payload, most people aren't gonna approach that. Most people are in that, you know, Thousand pounds of payload and uh, ten thousand pounds of toy. All these trucks do that now. All of them. You're not bumped up against the limits. So from that standpoint, you don't you don't know the difference. They're all going to do exactly what you needed to do for the average guy. Hey, hmm.
7: Holman, this might be something that listeners um, can be on the alert for. Uh, who knows? You know, we have um, truck trends, pickup truck of the year evaluation coming up very soon. Yes, we do. Maybe those players could be in that hopper of uh trucks being just, i know the knows?
1: invites went out this week so we right, will keep everybody right, apprised right. of uh, of the new trucks
7: yes indeed that's going to be exciting and this year it's official are you I'm going, going. I'm
4: yes going. Oh, hold on <laughs> hold on <laughs> we, we need to uh
0: <laughs> why, why are they happy again
1: because kj is actually going to join us on uh truck
7: of the year Yes, Why was he
0: not on Truck of the Year? Because he's a Prior. busy guy.
7: Oh, I see. I've always had something to do. Lightning. Always something. Oh, he's too
0: cool for school. I But, but <laughs> it's going to be full
1: of uh, potentially full of diesels. So we need him aboard to uh, for his expertise. Got it. I'll yeah, a
0: there. lot of diesels. What
1: All what right, Cage. Water. Well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the update about the uh, the, the new three liter uh, diesel classes, and uh, we we'll look forward to. Hearing more from you and uh, seeing more diesel power, check out uh, trucktrend.com for all of KJ's awesome articles.
7: Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. And Lightning, yes, we will see you tomorrow, uh, probably in 11, 30, 12 o'clock. At Got that
1: it. place that we don't talk
0: about. <laughs> 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 all right.
1: All right, brothers. Talk to you soon. Right, you guys, take
0: right. care. Yeah, Thank you buddy. Oh, sorry. Holman, I was just uh, looking at uh, Amazon. Yeah? What do you need? I bought you a mirror ball... Off beat.
2: Oh, 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 I, I. You're way off my, beat. my own beat. Go by my own beat. I don't. <laughs> right, why why no, do I need somebody else's beat? Why?
0: Don't do that. Why does it matter? I thought Did you liked the inbox song. I do like it. I'm just
1: dancing. I'm just. I'm free flowing. All right. Word. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> so white to go.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm going. Okay. Not right. true. This one look, is true. Hold on. Look at yeah. that farmer's tan. Oh. my white is hidden by my shirt. Wow. That is whitey whitester oh, right you. there. That, Holy yes, sir. sir. Okay, this one is uh, titled, How Are You and Your Family? That's odd. (laughs) How are you and your family? I sent you a message about your distance family. Did you receive it? Kind regards. Mrs. Annabelle Edo. All right, so that's <laughs> spam. You gave me a spam. I was reading that, and I'm like, what, what is this? So now the Truck Show
1: podcast is getting spam. All right. Well, you know we've made it when the, uh, when the spammers care about us.
5: <laughs> oh. Are you going to read a real yeah, one, or are you going to read more it. spam?
1: I got, I got a real one here. All right. I got one here from Chris. Chris says, uh, hey, guys, first off, I think you already got your answer, but I'm not the Embargo guy. Oh, I did not see that coming. Hold on.
3: Embargo.
1: But I am the 5 eighths ton guy. Wait, well, I don't remember the 5 eighths ton guy. Yeah, it was when we were talking about 11, uh, 11, 11 tenths? tenths and, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, secondly, just a quick question, hopefully you have some insight on. Like Jaboobly, I too am a truckless truck guy. Womp,
2: womp, womp, No, you're
1: not getting the sad clown horn. In my search for a truck, I came upon a Lincoln Mark LT. Is this simply a Lincoln-badged F-150 with a Lincoln interior? Or is there more differences between the trucks? Hmm. Also, still waiting for my sticker from episode 46. And lastly, <laughs> Good luck with that. just something to put in your seen this the other day file. Picture this. A Nissan hardbody cab cab it to an 07 to 13 Chevy dually bed with dual rear wheels. Sadly, I don't have a picture as I was too dumbfounded to realize what the hell I was looking at. And I haven't seen it again since. And yes, it looked horrendous. Thanks for keeping the suckage down, guys. Are we keeping the suckage down? Uh, I think we can keep it down by answering his question. Okay. Uh, yes, the Mark LT is basically a second generation of the Lincoln Blackwood, if you remember the Blackwood, which was a concept sure. that had real like African wood bedsides and a short like four and a half foot bed that was all carpeted. And I, I don't know that the Blackwood did too well, but- the American version of the Mark LT was only for 2006 and 8. They continued to sell it down in Mexico. After that, I think Ford wanted to sell 13,000 of them a year. Hmm. A little bit different than the F-150 because you could get it with all-wheel drive. It had nicer wheels, nicer interior. It only came in a crew cab, short box. I like the way
0: they looked. Uh, they I've look only cool. seen one on the road ever.
1: Yeah, no, it kind of looks like a, a Navigator pickup truck is I essentially what, what they it go is. go
0: for it today. Oh, hold on, Dude, I'm going to pull- look.
1: Pulled yep. up on eBay, yep. yep. While well, I'll tell you what the sales numbers were. So remember, okay. Ford wanted to sell 13,000. Oh five, they sold 10,274. Oh, that's not many. Oh six, they sold 12,753. Compared to like an F-150 that sells a million, yeah, right? right? Yeah, uh, Or F-Series, right? Right. Uh, 2007 went down to 8,300, 8,382. 2008, 46, And mm. a few left on the dealer lots in 09 because they sold 147 of them.
0: Womp, womp. All right, so I found there's three here, two high mileage. I'll give you okay. one with um 100,000 miles. Ooh, 100,000. Um so this is the least the the, the lowest mileage Ooh. of the three. Uh-huh. Okay? This is silver and uh pre-owned 07. Well, how many miles on it? Uh 105,000. That's the lowest mileage of the three? Yeah.
1: All right. Uh if I'm thinking F150 I mean after all it
0: is an 07. I don't know um is it a four wheel drive or all wheel drive? It does not say. It doesn't say. Well, wait, hold on. Let me click into it. Maybe it does say. Uh, Let's see here. Hang tight. It's, come on, computer. It is 5.4 liter. Yep, single overhead cam. Yep. Three valve yep. V8 Triton engine. Yep. Uh, four wheel disc brakes. Uh-huh. Power rack and pinion steering. Uh, four wheel drive. Okay. All yep.
1: right. I'm going to uh, put my money at. Uh, the 15000
0: 149 yeah nice. Woo! Ooh, well done. Right. That was a well, good well that was done. actually
1: a good guess cuz I I hadn't seen that listing so. Yeah, all
0: I right. kind of like it. It's kind of a cool. You know what I don't like on this one? What's the cheapest one? I don't like the uh the chrome, what do you call it, the uh, the rocker panel all the way around. It's just like the navigator, mm. the chrome strip, mm. the rub strip. Not cool with that. And you pull it off the hair dryer. Yeah, I would do that. Would you buy one if what what's the lowest price one on there? Uh, let me hit the back button and I will tell you right now. Cuz I feel like that's more your style. I feel uh, like you could have a baller truck. A black with the lower uh chrome remote. Been around it, yep. Uh, no, not removed. Oh, okay. Chrome's yep. still on all three of these. Yep. $8,490. Okay. 8400 You could talk
1: that guy down to 7500 I mean, that thing would be kind of cool. That's really up your alley. Five fours, is a reliable
0: engine. That's a good yeah. year for F one fifty. But you know what, though? Right under it is a 1970 Lincoln Mark series. So that is a, I got a Continental. It's a boat. Yeah, you can land airplanes on it, yeah. but we're not talking and about. That's only thirty four hundred. You have a lot of cars in your driveway. Yeah, yeah. I Time do. for you to get a truck. Because <laughs> Let's focus back
1: on truck. I'm saying I would get. Uh, you, you could do something with that. That might be kind of cool.
0: It's one hundred and seventy two thousand miles on this one for eighty four hundred bucks. You can still get them up to 300,000
1: miles. Yeah. Maintenance. Yeah, you're probably right. The early ones blew spark plugs through the hood, but that's a different story. I don't know if I want an F series, all right.
0: I don't Fair know. I, if, no, if no, no, get, no, no, no! Not serious. If I'm going to lower
1: it, Lincoln, it's Mark, a LT. Lincoln Mark LT. Yeah. Exactly. All right.
0: Love the show, says Lance Jackson. Just started listening, and I love it. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I got everything that you guys talk about. I got a lowered seventy-two Mazda B sixteen hundred pickup with an eight with a uh, eighty-four B two thousand motor. Yeah. And a five-speed okay. and. I have a 2003 F350 with a 10-inch lift, and yes, it has the 6.0 in it, which I know you guys love, right? Hey, is a great engine after you fix it. Absolutely. It has everything done to it, including head studs, turbo, injectors, et cetera. that's oh, good. And in between, an 07 Jeep JK. Eddie says, five stars. Oh. We, for, no, no, we're, no, we're not whoa. doing the five stars. We have we to wait get, to the, uh, review the review segment for the five stars. All right, okay, yeah.
1: all right, all right. Uh, cool Boy Larry says, Hey guys, congrats <laughs> on the event last week. That right, was well, well, a couple I, weeks ago. No? I just
0: saw Cool Boy Larry at the Roxy hey, last night. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it was a solo show. Uh,
1: he says he wish he could have been there, but he was in Utah during our party. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the story with the International Wagon Master with the diesel swap? That was that old international, uh, it's like a Chevy Avalanche, but a precursor. It was a uh, travel all that was a Wagon Master with the rear removed, and it had a Perkins diesel swap. Everyone seemed to talk about it on the show, but I need to hear more about this. I went online, but there's not much info. I know the owner. We could probably talk to him some more about it. But, uh, yeah, basically it was like a super early, like, period, correct, Perkins industrial uh, engine diesel swap. When he said the word Perkins,
0: I said, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I
1: got one here from uh, Jeffrey. He says, uh, hey, Lightning and Holman. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. I just started listening to your show. Episode 77 was my first, and it's been great so far for my hour-long commute. I don't remember where I heard about it, but... I had already been debating getting into podcasts, so now I exclusively listen to you guys. No, wh- how, wh- why, but wait, wait a minute, wait, wait. why debate? All right, uh, how about- Should
2: I get into podcasting <laughs> or not?
1: Uh, it could be painful. See, <laughs> 10 Talk, uh, Mike Rose, The Way You Heard It. I mean, we go down the line with an amazing podcast yeah. out there that uh, we probably don't deserve to be uh, in the same space as, but we appreciate that. It says, anyway, I was reading an article in the Subaru Baja. and thinking about how you guys would probably hate it like you do the Ridgeline but it got me thinking about other station wagony cars that could become a pickup and who is lacking a truck, and I think Holman will agree that Lightning just needs to make a truck if he hasn't bought one already. Red Bull already made a proof of concept with their marketing minis. All I'm saying is, who doesn't like a quote-unquote mini truck? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's from our friend Jeff Brown, five stars. He says, P.S., diesel pump handles in Utah are green, though you don't need to be able to spot them since I don't believe
0: I've ever seen a gas station here. Without diesel. Yeah. So I was uh, on Facebook group L5P Duramaxes only, which uh-huh. I think is like 60,000 members on there. And a guy had his uh, Duramax up on a flatbed and said, I just pumped gas into oh, my Duramax. We have actually had
1: that happen on uh, one of our of the year competitions. And it
0: started a huge thread mm-hmm. where everybody was posting photos mm-hmm. of the handles. Mm-hmm. And everyone said the same, not everyone. Uh, I would say, easy. hold on a second, about 80% and I can show you the thread it's still up there. Okay. About 80% of the guys says, look for the green handle. All the handles should be green. And then well, okay. they clearly are not truck show podcast listeners. No, they're not. And certainly a lot of guys came back and said Some are black yeah, and blah blah blah, blah but, yellow. but shouldn't we agree that they should be green? There should be a standard pump handle color. Don't you agree with that? Uh, sure. Well, you don't, you're just placating me. Why don't you think they should be standardized? I,
1: because I, it's a non-issue for me. I just go, which one has diesel?
0: If you're sleepy- What if you're, you're colorblind? You're bleary-eyed and you're- if You're colorblind, you eyed and you are colorblind you would not know? Uh, I, well, the number of people who are colorblind, is, I mean, it's a small number. Do uh, you know uh, statistics on that? It's a small number. How many- Doesn't matter. Our people are colorblind.
1: That would be unaffected by your uh, by your solution to the diesel pump handle color problem.
0: Colorblindness affects one in twelve men, eight percent, and one in two hundred. That's a lot of people. Eight percent. Eight percent. That, that is higher high. than I expected. Yeah. All right, but well. screw those eight <laughs> percent. I want them green.
1: Uh, why don't you just have them flashing? Uh, that's not a bad idea. You know, that way there's a visual cue, and you're driving down the highway, you see like a strobe light okay. on the pump, and you well, go, that no. place has diesel." No,
0: then you you, you affect ep- people with epilepsy. They're like, <laughs> "You can't win." <laughs> Where's the gas? I <laughs> crashed. <laughs> diesel.
1: I uh, got one here from Rich. He says, uh, "Mr. Lightning and Mr. Holman." Oh, well.
0: It's very formal. It is very formal. I started listening to the show uh, shortly after. I feel like we need tea and crumpets. When is tea and crumpets? Yeah, well, when he's when he's reading that, Mister oh. Holman and Mister Lightning.
1: Should I change the voice? Yeah, and the please. The inflection. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me uh, let me read it in the voice that I think it could possibly uh, be in here. Okay. Why, hello, Mister Lightning
0: and Mister Holman.
2: I said good day, sir.
0: Now, where is that? I can't even. Is that like? Are you Southern without that, the accent? That is. Um, that's like a uh, homage, if you will,
1: to uh, Foghorn Leghorn.
0: Wait, wait, the big chicken from Bugs Bunny? Yeah, the that big chi- one?
1: Yeah, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> okay. said, you're about as sharp as a bowling ball. I think he was one of
2: his <laughs> sayings. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Lightning and Mr. Holman, I started listening shortly after Rob Kimmy was on your show. I caught up by episode 80, but forgot <laughs> the email. I ended up loving the jingles and the content. My first experience with a truck was a 97 Ranger. Two wheel drive in my grandparents' backfield when I was a 12 year old lad.
7: <laughs> I added lad. Did yeah, you get no, that? I, yeah okay, I got, I got it. it, yeah.
2: Had a few Nissan 240 SXs and a 95 Nissan 200 SX. I don't think SDR. Foghorn
0: Leghorn would be driving it. Okay.
2: i Now I'm just some guy <laughs> pontificating <laughs> about my old <laughs> Nissans. Uh, 95 Nissan 200 SX SER before buying my first own road worthy old full ramp. Fifteen hundred. Now I'm living in Gravenhurst, just down the highway from MBRP, in two hours north of Toronto, delivering food for Cisco in a
0: POS freightliner. Well, <laughs> you're an odd-sounding Canadian. I think I better get back. Oh, do we have to do it in Canadian? Not now. It's too late. Mr. Lighting and Holman, eh? No, there we go. He, he just at the very end. He got to the Toronto part. Oh, so. uh, okay. Well, I didn't know. <laughs>
2: Well, I think I better get back to work now. Oh, well, hold on. <laughs> I think I best get back to work now, right? Is yeah. that that's still Southern?
5: It does not Yeah. yeah okay, anyway. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's a, anyway, it's, it's it's a, a disaster you now.
1: Hashtag mounted parameters. Yeah, oh. Mounted
2: monitor key engine
1: parameters. And a hashtag yeah, buddy. Oh, wow. Yeah, buddy. And a, oh, by the way, diesel pumps here are yellow.
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> that's lame. Choose oh. a real color. <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: Sucker.
0: This one starts off uh hey Holman and Jibouble. I sell decorative plumbing. I think there's forty seven different spellings of Jibouble, oh, by the way. Like, this, is this, so one funny. Is, this one is J J A Y B U B L E E. Yes.
1: Now there's been other ones that are Ju Mm-hmm. J-A-H or J-A,
0: mm-hmm. and Boobly is all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff. It's hilarious. Hey, Holman and Jabubly, I sell decorative plumbing. Uh, well, that makes two of us. Yeah, I, I, had, a, uh, I had a retail store for uh, a long, I, long time. I, yeah. I think you sold uh, T-shirts, actually, not plumbing fixtures. No, I did. It was called Hot Faucets. <laughs> was it? Yeah, <laughs> yes, sure exactly. it was. Yep. Okay. So he says um, a vendor rep was in this morning, uh-huh. and she was going over some new products. Okay. And she was telling us about a medicine cabinet that she has. Ooh. And wait for it. She says it has parameter lighting.
2: (laughs) Monitor (laughs) key engine parameter.
0: So it's not just us. He says, I almost spit out my coffee. She asked what was so funny, and I really couldn't tell her. So I just uh, said nothing. Uh, Uh, keep doing what you're doing and next get together I will take the day off and join you and we would love to see you and that's from Anton
1: Uh, Anton why don't you go and purchase that uh, medicine cabinet with uh, parameter lighting and bring it to us and then you can come (laughs) hang out in the studio and we'll forever and then bring it over to to my store Hot Faucets (laughs) Uh, is he gonna uh, are you gonna mark it up is he selling it to you for wholesale
0: uh, I get the jobber rate. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I bet yeah, you yeah. do. It's thirty-five percent off. Uh, I got a few uh, reviews. Uh, we are over six hundred eleven reviews. Oh, okay. Are most of them good?
1: I hope. Uh, five hundred seventy-one of them are five stars. Oh, that's badass. All right, so we got a T. Meston says, "Jacked my wife's phone to leave another five-star review after saying, Yeah, buddy,' and her not getting the reference. Yeah, buddy." However, she does know the email jingle thanks to my awful singing and five stars. All right, we got one here. My daughter sings the jingle. My wife isn't happy. Ha-ha. <laughs> Seen or saw? Who cares? Great show. My three-year-old sings the show jingle and gives out random. Five, five stars! stars! Says, uh, my wife is over the show, but her tablet just gave a five-star review. Oh, Ha-ha. sweet. So, five, five
5: stars!
0: stars!
1: And, uh, wait, wait, did we just do two five-stars well, for the same email? Because one oh, said for account, and one it and one was the actual Okay, yeah, got, got it. it yep, yep. And then this one from Frontier Chris says, been listening since episode one. Oh, nice. Wow, dude, Chris... Thank you. Why are you still with us? I appreciate
0: it. Well, don't push him away. Well, I want to get a survey out to him and figure out what he likes about <laughs> us. I've uh, been listening since episode one. What could you possibly like about <laughs> yeah, this we, show? We don't even like ourselves. It's awful. Oh, oh, horrible.
5: horrible.
1: <laughs> Podcast. Oh, he'll never catch on the truck world. Been listening since episode one and just finally rated y'all. Five stars! stars! And uh, yeah, so I appreciate everybody who left us a five star. Don't
0: forget to uh, subscribe. I was almost surprised by that last one. Were you? Yeah, I saw your hand go back. And then you're like, oh no, I got to catch up. Well, I was like, what's he doing? Oh, it's a five star. It looked like you were reaching
1: back to scratch your butt. And I caught you like mid arm swing. And Mm -hmm. then you corrected. your corrective action was really fast. Yeah. So I got you uh, pre -pre scratched. I have lightning fast response. That
0: is not what (laughs) I heard. Not at all true. (laughs) Hey, speaking of five star reviews, Holman, you want to do some five star hotline? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> oh come on and be part of the show call the five-star six, 5 star hotline oh, 6572056105 oh, It's the 5 star hotline five-star. hotline
3: Holman and third complains a lot um, <laughs> I just I thought somebody else would back me up on my thoughts here before the last episode but I didn't hear anybody email or call in, maybe the episodes are a little bit behind. Uh, but about Nissan not having the, the five liter Cummins in there. Now, is it just not having the five liter Cummins or it's having no Cummins whatsoever? And the thing that concerns me is living in one of the western states that's known for, you know, having a lot of trucks and having a lot of diesel trucks. I've seen a lot of guys jump over to Nissan basically because of that Cummins. They, you know, they've, they've grown up, they've lived with having those Cummins. Cummins has a name in the West uh, for being a reliable truck that you can get around in. And Nissan is a great truck, but a lot of the farmers and ranchers and guys, they have never had an Nissan before. So being able to jump into that Nissan is kind of like going, well, you know, everybody used to say, oh, well, the, you know, the Dodge will fall apart around the Cummins, so the Nissan couldn't be any worse than some of those old Dodges. You know, let's put this good go try our chances with the Nissan, and a lot of guys have loved them, so it's still just, it's sad to see that Cummins going away, because Nissan is not going to have those, those same people jumping over. Anyway, but I'm sad. I I, would, I really wish that they would continue on of that. Hopefully, they're still Maybe a Cummins in the, in the Nissan family, but if not, I guess uh, we'll just have to have a funeral and, and shed some tears. Anyway,
0: guys, have a good one, and embargo. Embargo. I like how you said that uh, we've got to have a funeral and shed some tears.
3: Yeah, it's a
1: little bit sad. So, yeah, no Cummins at all. Uh, the Nissan uh, XD, the Titan XD, does carry on. It'll be gas only, uh, but it will be on, and then they lose the regular cabs as well, so uh, it'll be... Uh, Basically, king cabs, crew cabs, gas only, regular Titan, or uh, Titan uh, XD. And uh, we'll find out more soon.
3: Lightning and Holman, this is Chris calling from, well, apparently Neverland. Your California pompousness is showing through again. Oh, no. Lightning, if you drive to Maine and you keep on going, you don't fall off the edge of the world. (laughs) You'll end up in my home, which is a Canadian province called New Brunswick. And Holman, you should know better. Because you went to the GMC launch in Newfoundland, that's how you say it by that's the way, true. another Canadian province that's also east of Maine. <laughs> I must say, sometimes the geography knowledge is a little bit lacking, but hey, we're all friends here. Yes we are. <laughs> Join us out here in New Brunswick sometime if you're ever in the area. See you around.
1: And you're right, there is something east of Maine, it's called the UK. <laughs>
6: <laughs> that's exactly right. Hey, Lightning. Hey, Holman. This is Dylan. we from Texas, and I have an exhaust note for you guys to figure out. Here it goes. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: wait, wait. Hold on. Exhaust note. He wants us to check out. So that's going to be... Come on now, it's time to take a trip down speedy lane. We're gonna play an exhaust for you, and nope, we're not insane. Well, maybe a little. Know your notes. Come on and cast your vote. Know your note. Get it right, and you can gloat. Know your note. Vroom vroom. Vroom, 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 vroom. All right, Holman, are you ready to guess his exhaust note? I have not heard this clip yet. All right, here we go. I, I, it was so quiet.
6: And that would be my.
0: Like, what do we do, you guys? You can't sit in your car and not hold your phone out the window up by your your your, your engine. Okay. I
6: right, two thousand five Ford Excursion with a Black Widow exhaust on it, and I have a question for you guys. See, so by had the a, way, get a
0: legit truck
1: with a loud ass exhaust. Loud we exhaust. met the Black Widow guys when we were in Texas. Yeah, and their exhausts are no joke, man.
2: They, they sound so, bad. Ass. Seriously,
0: hold your phone out the freaking window. <laughs> Come on, guys, and and you can't do it over Bluetooth. Because it's not going to pick it up. Yeah. Your Bluetooth is made to. Mute, okay, okay. Mute it. All right. I get off well, the sofa. But I'm going to listen, I'm not on showbox. I want to play along. I want these guys to do it, but I want them to
6: hold What's their phone. happening is
1: they're getting out and their Bluetooth is switching to the car. Right. right and it's not on their phone, and so you can't hear. It. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I live in Texas. Everyone has trucks. Ford Excursion. Truck or SUV? I like to call it a uh, SUT, Super Utility Truck. Love to know what you guys think about that. And. Uh, yeah. Wait to hear it on the podcast.
0: wrong what do you think, do you think wrong wrong no oh, that's, really? a, that's a suv okay it's
1: a big ass suv that has a lot of capability here's the deal sut is a sport utility truck that's like an avalanche that's basically i don't have a pickup bed separate from my but i'm still a truck i'm body unframed that's okay. like an avalanche yeah yeah, yeah a suv is what he has and a truck is a pickup truck All right yeah I, 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 I think generally speaking you could call an excursion a suburban any of those they're, they're still trucks but suvs first
6: hey lightning holman
1: uh, this is Matt from South Dakota. I have an engine slash exhaust
3: sound for you guys to guess. It'll be a little bit more difficult than the ones you've aired so far. Here we go.
0: All right. Before he gets to it. Know your notes. Vroom vroom. Vroom 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 vroom. Are you ready? Yep. Hopefully the audio is good. Ooh. What was that sound, Holman? I'll back it up. I'll do it again. They do it again. I'll do it. Here we go. God, the quality is horrible. Here these. we go. Is that a V eight or is that a V six? No, that's a V eight. It's a V eight. It's a V eight. One more time. Hard to tell. Rally. God, it, it, sounds, it sounds. I mean, I, like I'm, a, I'm almost kind of Cummins ish, but, but it's glad not. It,
1: no, I'm glad everybody is playing along, but uh, your audio recordings
0: are uh, <laughs> more sucky than our We're shows.
1: Suspect, yeah.
3: This engine came in a truck, but is not in the truck. It's the uh, Oldsmobile 5.7 V6. Oldsmobile.
0: Oh, 5. Five seven seven diesel. Diesel. No, diesel.
1: Oh, Diesel. It's the old uh it's the old crappy three fifty base diesel. That's why it's by, sounded like they come the to thing. By the way, me. your boss has a ton of things to talk about that old yeah, diesel. Yeah. He, does. he uh he knows the story about that thing big time. So that's funny that that I wonder
0: what it's in. He said it was He said it was in a... uh, It came in a truck. But it's not a truck anymore. It's not a truck anymore? I don't have a clue. He didn't say. But it couldn't have come in a
1: truck unless it was a Suburban, but then it wouldn't be the Oldsmobile diesel. It was just the 6 or the 5.7. It was in the cars. I don't
0: don't know. It Put in a go-kart for a while, we know. I don't have a clue.
1: I mean, I would put it at the end of a chain and use it as a boat anchor, (laughs) but...
6: (laughs) Hey, Lightning. Hey, Holman. This is Donald from Texas again. I forgot to tell you what engine the excursion was. It is the 6.8 liter V10, which I think might be better than diesel. I just bought myself a 73 F550, so we'll Baller. we'll see you there and love to hear your thoughts on which is better, gas V10 or a diesel uh, 73. Uh, 73. I'd say 73. Seven Although
1: the, the v 10s no slouch. They that is a workhorse, horribly inefficient. Uh, you got to change the headers out. Yeah, you got to change the headers. Yeah. Again, manifolds. You got. I, I know people who make the right header for that. That's patented. By yep, the way. Yep. Yep.
0: First, you have to. Uh, well, first you have you to uncork uh, that bad boy. Well, you, you take the you take the header, the manifolds off. Yep. And then you have to drill out all the broken head studs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right? And yep. then when that's done, then you can put on new headers.
1: Uh, the v 10s a good engine. It's a workhorse gas uh, engine, and. I think, you know, for daily driving and stuff and, and not feeling so cumbersome, the, the V10 is probably a little bit more enjoyable as a daily driver. But for doing real work and towing, 7.3, it's hard to beat. That is mm-hmm. a great engine. I mean, even by today's standards, it doesn't quite have the power, uh, but they are capable. And uh, you know what I love yeah, about the 7.3 though? The sound. The, yeah, nothing I really sounds like you know a 7.3. Yeah. Although you cannot order a Wiener Schnitzel on a <laughs> 7.3. No, you can't. Not in the drive-thru, <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: I well, I feel like uh, the show was okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was It was all right. The had... suckage meter was not pinned. It was uh, in the middle. Yeah, it was like a 7 out of 10. <laughs>
7: the truck show. The truck show. The truck show. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, I, I would say it was more like a 5. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a little more critical of the show than you are? No, no, I'm more critical. I'm saying that uh, you said it was, oh, you're saying seven on suckage. Yeah. Oh. Well, ten is maximum suckage, and I thought we were at seven. Oh, I'm going to say nine then. Oh, you think we had more suckage Well, it depends one. how you edit this. Can I come in
1: <laughs> PostScript after I hear the edit and then find out if it got better? Well, I'm pretty good, so it's, I've cleaned it up a lot. Well, we've got uh, some cool uh, guests coming up here in the near future. I've got trailer people coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, people that live in trailers? Uh, nope, but people who oh. make trailers and know about towing.
0: Oh, Really? Yeah. Is this a Artoisode well, finally? No, know not really. Be, I don't know if it'll be the Toiso, but it'll definitely be This is be a teaser Toiso.
1: Yeah, it's a t- oh, Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, we've got uh, Ian Johnson. Got some big news on a new show. Wait, he's Ian Johnson, on. the guy with the uh, giant mohawk. Yep. 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 Right. Our Canadian friend. Okay. Uh, and then we've also got. Uh, well, uh, just, there's there's good stuff coming to the show. Got good stuff coming. Like our friends from Nissan. Yeah. With their
0: big news. Oh, when is that? Uh, a few weeks from now. A few weeks. September. Are we going to break the news? Will they let us break the news? are Uh, we going to be one of many? I think we will be one of many. Ah, damn it. Because
1: uh, we uh, record once a week.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, can you hold off that news until we get back? No, no. They they have everybody else the news Uh until we announce it.
1: They have to go to the truck show podcast at gmail.com and ask us what the news is. (laughs) Or go to at truck show podcast on Instagram or Facebook. That would be huge. That would. be Can huge. you imagine
0: if we actually got to break the like news? one hour before or something? Would Wendy let it? Let Wendy, us do that? are you listening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, she wouldn't care. She would be like, uh, guys, seriously, I fed you You're a little too uh, a little too small time. You know us. what I was thinking? Hmm. Uh, we're too small time for them. Yeah, not Wendy's too small time for us. Uh, that's why just we're too small. So new truck coming out and one fruitcake left. Do you think she's gonna make us eat another one no. this year? Mm-mm. Would you do it? If she flew out here and said, this
0: is my final fruitcake? Yeah. Would would you? Yeah, of course. Not of course. Disgusting. No. Because Christmas is coming up. You know why I would do it? Okay. Because I don't think I've ever seen anyone ever laugh harder than Wendy did. (laughs) When when we- Yeah, crying over fruitcake in a different way, like crying happy tears? Yeah. (laughs) She was laughing so hard when you and I couldn't get a word in. Oh my God. Yeah, if
1: you're new to the show and you've never listened to one of our shows, go back
0: and listen to the fruitcake episode because- I just I don't know what was so funny about it I but you and was, I were laughing cuz we we I, had mouthfuls of decade old fruitcakes oh, so and it was just gelatinous and yet and solid chewy. And chewy. And uh, tasted like preservatives. Yeah. Nissan, thank you so much for being
1: our presenting sponsor. If you're looking for a truck, check out the Nissan Titan or Nissan Titan XD. Five year, 100,000 mile warranty, best in the business. Number one truck at JD Power Initial Quality Survey. Also have the awesome Nissan Frontier, NV Vans. If you're looking for a midsize or a van, NissanUSA.com. And uh, lighting take it away with our other. Uh, Sponsor. Were you talking about decked? Uh,
0: what do you, don't know you, why you I forgot? What you, just talk about decked. <laughs> okay. All right. So, if you're looking for a storage solution, maybe you got stuff, uh, a lot of stuff rolling around the bed of your truck, and you still want to be able to place 2,000 pounds in podcast your. Podcast tra- hosts. What's that? <laughs> 2,000 pounds of podcast hosts. I mean, that's a lot of podcast hosts. It's Is it More though? than just us. We oh. don't weigh that much, do we? I hope not. I still want to know what's <laughs> in your drawers. In my drawers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would you want to know what's in my drawers? Your deck drawers. Oh, oh, what? Oh, I put uh, a lot of uh, baseballs, and bats. <laughs> you don't even play baseball. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but I I opened a sporting goods store. Do you <laughs> put
1: a lot of truck accessories in your drawers? No,
0: my truck accessories would be bolted onto the truck. Which truck? <laughs> <laughs>